Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Alrighty, welcome back uh, to another episode of Tackle and Tacos. This particular one is episode twenty-one. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of crazy to think twenty-one weeks of uh, of this nonsense and and crazy talk. Crazy. So, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. So, like like we said, episode twenty-one, uh, we have an awesome guest, uh, oh, somebody yeah. who is. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm probably going to go out there and say like world renowned, not only in the podcast yeah. world, but uh, in the backing world yeah. also. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty stoked to, to have him on as a guest. And I think, uh, yeah. I think we're, we're lucky to have him. So uh, yeah. go ahead and uh, let us know who it is, Jordan. Who do we have okay, so, on the podcast? Uh, we have Barack Obama oh my God. on tonight. <laughs> And it's going to be dope. We're going to talk to him about basketball and uh, the way that he says his words mm-hmm. and his uh, cadence and how he gaps out. Okay. Um, we have uh, better than that, man. We got we got Luke Duncan on hey the yo. podcast. And this is legit. This is one of the dudes that when we came up with the podcast, there was like a, you know, a whole list of people we wanted. And this is... <laughs> This is not a joke, even though it sounds really funny. We have like this list of like, uh, kind of like moonshot. Like, there's no way you're getting these people on. And I think he was on that list, right next to not kidding, The Rock, because The Rock That's is true. a big bass fisherman. That's actually so. True. You have like The Rock and Luke <laughs> Duncan, um, same body shape, same you know what I'm saying, fame, Facial all that. Yeah, all dude. Things. So we just figured it made sense to get Homeboy on. But yeah, um, we've been trying to line this up with him for a while, and this cat is busy. 
busy, 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 does a million things. Yeah, um, that's an understatement. Yeah, mm-hmm. super understatement. Um, and so to even have him carve out a little bit of time for us, we are so pumped to have him on. This is one of the realest dudes out there. And people say that all the time. But this is also that dude that if he was like a football player in a post-game press conference, he'd be like, uh, yeah, you know, that defensive end on the other team, he's a piece of crap. Like he would just yeah. shoot so straight yeah. and just be so, I so appreciate actual, that about real. him. And so we're, we're excited to um, just – see where this goes. We yeah. have questions written down, but I'm sure it'll flow its own direction. And oh, so yeah. before we get there, um, we're really excited, like always, to be working with the boys over at Working Class, Bow Hunter. Um, for people who don't know, um, I've known Kurt and those guys for, and Nate has too. I mean, we kind of all became friends together yeah. working at Gander Mountain 12 years ago. I don't know. I mean, it's been forever. I remember Kurt first saying to me, like, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, what's that? Like, I don't know if I even knew (laughs) what that was. They've been doing it so long. Uh, And so like to see their success now, like this is Kurt's full-time job is doing this and they've earned it. He's worked his butt off for it. It's awesome. So we're stoked to be a part of their uh, network along with CC Hunt Files, along with the DeerCast stuff that they're doing with Drury Outdoors, um, Victory Drive. And yeah, it's just, it's super dope. Um, our title sponsor, our head sponsor is Grizzly Coolers out of Decora. I always thought it was duh, but our guest last week said Decora and that's where he's from. So I'm a Decora, Decora. He said, he said Decora the whole time. Is that right, Nate? Decora, Iowa? Yeah. I believe it is Decora, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't Cora. think you, yeah, he would you know, right? Face it out quite as much, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Colin, Colin would know. He's Colin tweeting is from there. So we'll say from Decora. So Grizzly and um Kenai Coolers, just solid stuff. I mean, we can get into it, but it's just really yeah. great, solid stuff. I'm I'm drinking out of the cup. Nate's drinking out of the cup. We got I the red too. cooler here. Lola's drinking out of the, the Grizzly cup. <laughs> uh they, they just make solid stuff. Great coolers, great prices, super durable, great warranties, stuff specifically for anglers with the whole Kenai lineup um Giltech, makers of no doubt about it in my opinion the best swim jigs out there which is saying something because there's some really really dope swim yeah. jigs out there but my word is my bond i'm not just making stuff up if you were like you want to rock this like mega bass swim jig like the uozi or whatever that one is with the little um underspin on it or the Giltech, i would choose Giltech 10 times out of 10 mm-hmm. they swim straight the hooks are awesome incredible colors and you can only get that junk at hook and which is kind of our co-sponsor with Giltech and shout out to them. If you're in that area, kind of north of Green Bay, kind of to the east of like the middle line of Wisconsin, um, they have a pretty legit bow tech now. So we're really getting close to bow season here in Wisconsin, so middle excited. of September. Yeah, I can't wait to get out there. Um, every year my goal is the same and it never works, but my goal is to shoot a deer, like a good buck, right out of the jump and then go back to bass fishing. Mm-hmm. And every year I pass on. I was going to say thousand, it's because you pass on. I them. pass on a thousand hundred and twenty, hundred and twenty-five inch bucks, and then I have tag soup for dinner at the end of season, <laughs> and I don't bass fish. So this year, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> this year I'm shooting mm-hmm. a buck if it comes close, even if he's not like magazine cover status anyway. So yeah, yeah. you you'll, you'll do it. You don't believe me, do you? I believe you. No, you With don't. With my whole heart. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, Waypoint <laughs> TV. You. you can find us on there. Waypoint's the dopest. Luke is on Waypoint as well. Um, again, super dope app, TV, phone, whatever. Um, the website, Waypoint TV. Um, and our socials, of course. Tackle and Tacos, just across the board. Whether that's Facebook, um, Eurturb, Instagram, tackleandtacos.com is the is the link, the website. Uh, and um, you can contact us on there. We have email on there. We've asked for it a few times. Dude, if you got some taco recipes, it's not just a cute little side gimmick yeah. of our deal. Like, yes, we're like 95% fishing, but we 
we love tacos. Like yeah. we actually eat tacos all the yeah. time. Uh, and that's part of why we named it this because we care about taco. We care about fishing. We love tacos. We care about tacos. We care about them. With my whole heart. In the whole heart. Yeah. He's singing angels. again, Nate. What's that song that when like the puppies on the TV? Yeah. We should do that, but like have somebody like, eating a taco in slow motion, like real sad about it or something. Why would they be sad? And I feel like this is going to get... I feel like this is going to be like a, like an every episode thing because I think we're working on three with like a like a, a, a feature from from Jordan. I know. And, uh, well, I'm not Luke. I can't board. actually sing. So. He actually can. <laughs> well, not like that. <laughs> but yeah, not like that. But uh, that's a that, who is that? Sarah McLaughlin. We should yeah. have her on here. She can what talk the? about tacos and oh sing my gosh. that song. Okay, that'd be so. Let's pretty. try. That'd be awesome. That'd be really pretty. <laughs> that'd be so funny. Yeah, that would be random. A, it'd be really funny to get people on our podcast yeah. who don't know anything about us mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, and then just like sabotage them with stupid questions, sabotage. and they'd be like, "What am I doing here?" Like living the dream like when people just get up and walk out of interviews <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> bye sarah get a taco on the way home bye appreciate you anyway. um, all right so let's get after it <laughs> um we're really pumped about this uh, i mean every guest we've had on whether it's somebody who's well known like luke or it's last week colin tweeton who is definitely a friend now um sure. just people who we respect the lafonts who will um be a part of the super long podcast that's coming out tomorrow in real life, real world. Uh, Did you say real wife? Real wife in the wheel wife. In the wheel of, wife of world. A, of a two-day Dolby <laughs> um, that we're going to have on tomorrow. Like we're so just cute. pumped to have people on here that we want to talk to. And that's kind of the dope thing about our podcast. And it will forever stay this way. I would rather do this than like make a bunch of money on it and change it. Um, remember that movie Wayne's World uh-huh. where uh, they get corporate sponsorship and then they're like forced to like record with people that they don't actually want on their show i would never do that mm. i'd rather have people on our show that we want to talk to and For this sure. dude is is definitely one of those yep. so right up there um, so this feller has a wildly successful fishing podcast low budget live uh, he commentates on the npfl which we'll talk to him about because i feel like that has to be the scariest thing ever even if you're good at talking to fill yeah. up eight nine hours of live to have potential like like as they call them in the business, gremlins or just audio issues. My gosh, that mm-hmm. just sounds crazy. His YouTube channel, he has like 20,000 subscribers. He works for TH Marine. He's a singer, songwriter, has a music career. Uh, he has a family and yeah. yet he carved out time for us tonight. So we'll bring him in and uh, we're so honored to have Luke Duncan yeah. on the show. Yeah. yeah. Woohoo. Well, now hey. I'm here and I, and I get, we've got this, this list, right? This dream list. And I get mentioned with the rock. Yeah, like I, yeah. to think about that, but I've got one of those dream lists too. And, okay. uh, you gotta, you gotta shoot your shot, you know, yeah, you gotta yeah, shoot your yeah. shot. but I am, de- I don't deserve to be on that list. So no, I will you say do to us. You. yeah, you do to us. Who's on, your list? Who's on your dream list? Well, I, man, so fat cat Newton gives me a really hard time about this, but, uh, I've yeah. shot my shot at like, Theo Vaughn, like multiple oh, times. Snap. That'd be a good one. Yeah. But he, but he lives in Nashville now. So it's like an hour and a half oh, okay. up the road. And I've listened yeah. to Theo forever and ever and ever. And he was talking about on the show one day, he went bass fishing with this oh. random fan that just hit him up on Instagram. And I'm like, well, time out. I also bass fish and I have a podcast. <laughs> so I'm like, Theo. And I'm not the DM guy. Like, that's just not yeah. my deal because yeah. Yeah. it falls on deaf ears, right? For people like that. But right. I, I in, embarrassingly enough, I have shot my shot at Theo Vaughn a couple times on social media. And <laughs> mm-hmm. obviously, you guys would know if he had been 
uh, Will and okay. this will happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? What was he? Was he on Meat Eater? Was that was Theo Vaughn on Meat Eater? No. Was he on Drury's? Who did he go out with? No, he went to uh, Michael Waddell turkey hunting this year. Oh, Waddell. That's what it was. Yeah, he went turkey hunting with Waddell. That's right. That's a that's a funny combo. For sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic, <laughs> yeah. man. But he, he seems like a real down to earth guy. But he moved, you know, yeah. dead right up the road. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna shoot yeah. shoot my shot. I've always wondered about that. People who are like kind of famous or internet famous. Um, Lola and I know a guy pretty well uh, on YouTube. His name is Cletus McFarland. He's like a race car builder guy, whatever, million subscribers. Um, his real name is Garrett, but like he's the same dude as he ever was, but he's just a hundred times busier. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like maybe the people don't change, but their schedule just gets like super bloated. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it, it becomes a bandwidth issue too. Right. And I think when a lot sure. of people, say, Oh, that guy changed because of this, that, or the other. I think a lot of times like, yeah, your life changes, but I think as far as a person, you get so busy that the things yeah. you've always done, you kind of leave by the wayside, unfortunately. And I think that's where you get those, you know, those kind of comments. Um, yeah. You kind of have to have like a, a stricter, like priority. For sure. Thing. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So the way that we like to do this, uh, Mr. Uh, Traveling Circus, Mr. Luke Duncan, is uh, we will kind of walk you through our categories of questions that we kind of have grouped up and lumped up. And then obviously this is a conversation, so it can go however it goes. But uh, you pick a, a category and then we'll run through some questions on it and then and then we'll take it from there. Is that all right with you? Sounds good to me. So, all right. Uh, OK. Get, yeah. Get, well, OK. Our category. Are that was such a good category voice. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> very, um, <laughs> great category voice. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, life, tacos, yeah. questions about podcasts yeah. or podcasting, Luke's specific questions. What do you think? What do you think? I think just because of the title of the show, and I'm, I'm intrigued by your love of tacos. <laughs> <laughs> tacos, because you don't okay. like me and not love tacos as well. Okay. Yeah. Smart man. Yeah. You know, what's really funny is like when we came up with this name, we were unsure, like, should we really go with it? And I don't know if you've followed anything we've really done, Luke, but a long time ago, Lola and I were going to start a tackle shop in our hometown, which is right on the Mississippi river. Well, not our hometown, but where we lived right. at the time, okay. uh, on the Mississippi river. And I wanted it to be like, really, um, have you heard of the hookup in Arizona? I think it is like that real, have I yeah. heard my American Express has heard of it? Yeah, dude. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of wanted it to be like a scaled down version of that, like really specific, high end JDM, like really well put together, dope shop, cool vibes. Uh, and then also every day we would make one taco to sell. Like today is shrimp tacos. You know, this Friday is barbacoa tacos, like, like kind of good, not fancy, but just good tacos. Yeah. And we were going to call it. We're going to call it the spot, S-P-O-T-T, -T, and the T and T stood for tackle and tacos. So then when we started a podcast, like we were struggling, like when you and I, when we were talking before, like it's hard to kind of make it unique without being like cliche or corny with it in, in the podcast world right now. There's just so many podcasts. Yeah. And then Lola was like, well, why don't we just call it tackle and tacos? We were going to do that before. Uh, and then when we went with it. I'm just surprised at how many people are cool with it. I thought people were going to be like, I don't really want to go to a show called Tackle and Tacos, but everybody's been like, dude, I love tacos. Yeah. And so, this is unique. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully soon we'll be famous and we can forget about everyone. <laughs> Stop it. Um, but until we get there, we'll just keep, uh, we'll keep our head down. Oh my gosh. Keep yeah. grinding away in the taco game. 
I'm with That's it. exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Do you yes, want to ask we, uh, you, you go? Yeah, we uh, we typically start with uh, what was the last taco you had? Can you like how long ago was it and what was yeah. it exactly? Dude, I would eat I would eat tacos daily, okay? Oh, like boy. Every, every other food can just get out of here to be honest, but so I have a this was 2 days ago. It's my last taco. But I have an obsession, like a newfound obsession. There, okay. there are two Mexican food trucks in my hometown. And oh, yeah. Shout out Taqueria. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I've got my sound effects right there. I the button. Yeah. No, that was my bleep button. Wrong button. But I haven't awesome. discovered. Have you ever had quesadillas? Have you ever had that in your life? Like no, Casa? but I know what it is. And the dude at my work is his dad. Well, he's Mexican, but his dad is like fully, fully Mexican. And he's like, oh, we had queso birria, birria tacos. And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, it's like a quesadilla like, with uh, a birria uh. taco. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to have it. Yeah. Your life together. It's like they yeah, take shell and then they deep fry it. And then it's almost like a, uh, you know, like a French dip sandwich. Yeah. yeah. They take the leftover sauce, basically, or, or au jus. And yeah. put it to the side, and you dip that case of brian. I'm getting excited. I got to say, I'm a fat boy. I like to eat. Yeah, I are. I never had it, and this guy suggested it, and now I'm like constantly on the lookout. Every Mexican place I go to, like, do you have case of And then I judge mm. them very harshly if they don't have it on the menu. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's even real, that, man. Yeah, that's the way you got to yeah. do it. Lame. Yeah, that's, that's smart. Yeah, you could almost skip yeah. that next question because you what? basically just answered it. So that's one of the best tacos you've had then. Yeah. yeah. Hands down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Gosh, dog. That's the one thing. Like, we live in a really small town. Like, I think our city here, Luke, is like 800 people. I think it's 1,500. Is it that big? Maybe 1,200. I mean, we ain't got anyway. no quesadilla tacos here. Yeah. Like, it ain't happening. Unless, unless we make them. them. Yeah, unless we throw them on the, the grill or the whatever. But yeah. yeah. You, we don't. It's remarkable that we do in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee as well. Trust yeah. me. It's it's yeah. not that big. But we do. We got two We got two of those jokers. Man. One is the other. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. you're living the life, dude. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Um, let me ask you this. Do you care about the whole concept? This always makes me laugh, especially as it relates to white people. But when we get into the concept of authentic tacos, like, <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Like when Dave says to like his wife, Susie, like, these aren't even authentic. I'm like, dude, you don't know anything. You're, you're from Northern Indiana, homie. Like, I don't know anything about authentic. Do you care about that whole game at all, Luke? No, dude, listen, just because you went to Cancun to an all-inclusive and you feel like. I was just you know, going to say that. Like, you For don't real. know authentic anything outside of this yeah. country. Is like if you think I mean if pizza is Italian food to you, let's right. conversation. Dude, I just come on, dude. I'll never. I'm not like I'm a food snob at times, but okay. like more like a restaurant, like a foodie. I won't even say food snob, but like yeah. I like really good food, but I don't yeah. get all pretentious with it in the way of well, these aren't authentic at all. Yeah, yeah, dude, that is pretentious. Like, That's right yeah, like this is delicious. Like it's it, good. Yeah, like that's it. Thank you. Like I like Man, it. My yeah. mouth likes how yeah. it tastes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We are the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. That's the biggest yep. thing is if it tastes good, that's all that matters. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, dude. Like I don't need to know. Especially like you said, like, <laughs> like guys back up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's like yeah. <sighs> for sure. So uh what is it uh for you that can 
ruin a taco right off the bat. Like, oh, that's a good one. One thing that that just you're done. No, no, okay. thank you. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell on myself. I am an absolute just sissy when it comes to spice. Okay, oh, okay. Not a, I'm not a spice guy. I never have okay. been. I don't oh. mind the flavor of like some hot sauces, yeah. but I'm yeah, also same, trying but to like. Ouch. It's not like down my shirt and also yeah. not be able to touch my yeah. eyes. Uh, and and there's a there's a place in my hometown, another uh, Mexican joint that they have some really good tacos and they do carnitas there, which I really love too. Mm. Yeah. And one night they put this, and I've ordered this ten hundred, you know, ten thousand times. I feel like, and they put this ridiculous hot sauce on it one night, and that that's a really one cool way to get mm. me to just not have fun really yeah. fast and i want i think maybe that my wife paid them to do that or my children but uh, <laughs> they, they still talk about it to this day but yeah yeah, oh, funny. yeah i don't mind certain hot sauce but some of them that's just it's just too much like if i can't yeah. i totally agree after then no get it out of here yeah i don't want to sweat when i'm eating something uh, i don't want you know snot dripping down my face like i want and i don't want my lips to be so tingly that the yeah, food isn't enjoyable that's, that's right no thanks yeah, yeah. That's, so i got heat for sure i got a i got a quick story that kind of relates to that pretty well so uh my boss at work wanted to take me out as like a thank you you've been doing a great job here's a thank you i want to take you for lunch just me and you will go out to lunch mm-hmm. so i'm like okay right down the street is one of my favorite mexican spots let's go there and uh we'll you know we'll have about I'm talking about La Rosa, yes. Yeah, and, uh, dude. Shout, shout out La Rosa. But uh, <laughs> one of the reasons that I absolutely love them is they have this hot sauce. It's like Banchero hot sauce or something. It's super flavorful, but pretty dang spicy. Like it's It's got some good kick to it, and I absolutely love it. Uh, and he orders the Ranchero burrito, which has hot sauce all in it. And he he eating it, and I'm eating my steak tacos with my you know my hot sauces on it. And I, I look up from taking a bite, and we've been chit chatting or whatever. I look up, and he's pouring sweat. Oh my, my gosh! Just raining, just raining down his face, just yeah. pouring sweat. And I'm like, you all right? You like it, or what do you think? He's like, oh man, this is so good. As he's like cutting his bite like two inches big with oh, his fork, like just nibble yeah. it. Uh, it was it was it was it was absolutely funny, but uh. I'm I'm a spice guy, so that's that's kind of why I thought yeah. about that. Why, why is that, by the way? Because I'm a, I'm a pretty big spice guy too, and when I say that, I feel a little more masculine. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly feel masculine oh, about. Yeah. Why do we do that? 100%, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm not really sense. a spice girl, and then I realized spice girl, and oh, you yeah. know, that's oh, oh no, yeah, those were not. Oh my gosh, I feel like I was close on the case. There it is. Oh, yeah. All right, for group man, you were close. Yeah. Thank you. I, I don't really want to be like spot don't on. Verbatim. Well, I don't want to be verbatim with that. If it was like a dope track, I mean, I maybe. could be verbatim with it, but it's not happening it. right now. All, all I know is when they say zig a zig ah, what, what are you talking now, about? Listen, guys. it was a hit regardless. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to. Right. Swindle once told me it does not have to make sense, Luke. It just has to work. Mm-hmm. All you need exactly. to know. Hey, gum. That's a, that's a quote it. right I'm going to put boy. that on a shirt. I'm going I'm to tattoo that on my lower back. I already did. He will probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say he's probably got it on a shirt already. I was gonna say he's probably, probably got true. it on a shirt. He's coming up all new. He does. Yeah, he's been on that pollinet kick, yo. A whole bunch of like shirts and hats and like PMA stuff all the time. And yeah, I can't I'm not mad at him. He, I, it's hard to help the elderly, you know. And I try. <laughs> but, 
to get through to him. And he was like, yeah. you want a little rainbow of sunshine? Don't use your life scope or something. He was trying to inspire me. And I just texted him. I was like, please stop with this nonsense. <laughs> please don't say that. Please stop. Whatever. <laughs> so he's obviously a good friend of mine, but yeah. I, uh, the shirts, I'm like, come on, buddy, because he's the biggest butthole I know. About half the <laughs> he, That's amazing. He's just so angry. He's like, he's like this old grumpy ass dude now. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, PM, you can find some, you know, positive mental attitude. I'm like, get out of here with your sales tactics. Grumpy old hypocrite. That's funny. He's That's really funny. Uh, like, get out of here. Get out of my lawn. Off my lawn, you freaking punks. Buy my PMA hat, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> ham about all kind of stuff. And I'm just uh, like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Um, like, do you, yeah. okay, back, sorry, back to tacos. Yeah. Do you like to cook? I mean, I guess it doesn't yeah, have yeah. to just be tacos, but like in general, do you like cooking or is it your wife that does the cooking or do you share that? No, we are about 90% Luke Duncan when things get cooked around here. Uh, okay. Was, yeah, I've got a, a, a love, love to grill, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, sure. I like just really trying new stuff too. Like I like yeah. to, uh, I would have loved to go into culinary school. Fun fact. Mm, uh, wow. My, that's cool. Yeah. Like I, I just, I'm intrigued. And I think that's that creative mind thing maybe from the yeah, music. Totally. You can get really creative. I, I love, yeah, I love watching, you know, food shows and seeing how people come mm-hmm. up with yeah, so same. many different unique things that, um, yeah. like wh- how they know this goes with this when it's too random, you yeah. know, what I mean? two different, For sure. you would never think of, or a fruit that goes with something savory. And you're like, why does that even make sense? I love yeah. that, that aspect of it. But, um, uh, my dad is actually a, a really, really, um, you know, well-known around here, barbecue competition guy. Uh, oh, I guess we got to go down there. Yeah, well, gosh, I love barbecue. Uh, he's he's retired from that now, but he uh, had a, he had a food truck for a little bit uh, at special events around here. But he cooked like the big Jack Daniels World Championship and and some things wow. like. That. Yeah, he cooked all over the southeast. My mom used to go with him. Uh, huh. He. I didn't get all of that from him, though. I'll be honest. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> me, but, yeah. Uh, but man, yeah, like his brisket and ribs, and and it's mainly oh, rib, chicken, uh, pulled pork. But he's so, and and it was always amazing to me being a kid and watching him because he'd be like just grabbing this rub or this season and just yeah. yeah. Is that how you do it? Yeah. Are you the same way? Are you? I just send you experiment. it experiment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like recipes personally. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll look at a recipe and I'll be like, thanks for the suggestion. And then I'll kind of do my yeah. own thing. Yeah. Direction. Sort yeah. Of. That's what's fun about it. Right. Like you can, you can experiment and uh, yeah, I love to cook. So my wife's yeah. a good, she's good. She's really good, especially at baking, but uh, huh. I'm not, I'm saying 90%. Yeah. 90%. When yeah. I'm home. What is it for our house? Is our house? At my house. Yeah, I was thinking that too. For yeah. now, it has to be close to that. What is it as far as you think? Well, when, mm, I don't know, when it's like big meals or yeah. whatever, I feel like I do. Well, you're like the grill master. Yeah, yeah, more like the barbecue, like he was saying, like yeah. ribs and. And if I'm like meal planning, like this summer for like a week at a time with the kids, yeah. I'm like, okay, these are the dinner plans, like because yeah. you're working. So I don't know, but you do cook a lot. Like sometimes I, I'll be like, honey, 
I, I don't have much to give when you're home from work. I'm yeah. like, I, I need you. And he's like, I got it. Don't worry. He'll pick up stuff and he'll make dinner. It's usually and, tacos. And it's easy yeah. and wonderful and tasty. Do something yeah. creative. But yeah, that's like what Luke was saying. That's one of my favorite things about it too, is figuring out what flavors work together. Yeah. And like why? why we watch a lot of like... Um, like cooking shows on Netflix. I don't know if you ever seen that show, Somebody Feed Phil. That show is the jam. Oh my gosh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. That shows the jam. Taco Chronicles or like yeah. uh, Chef's Table Barbecue. That was a super dope series. Uh, I don't know if you saw that one, Luke. There's this, what was her daggum name? That lady who was like 150 years old. Tootsie. Tootsie. Um, she won like best barbecue sense. in Texas for snow barbecue. And she would like have this giant, you know, smoker, like offset wood smoker. And you know, I, every time I make a brisket, I'm like super nervous. I'm going to ruin it. She's and like she's panicking. doing like, yeah, she's doing like 40 at once. And she yeah, goes I, over to the grill and she's like, yeah, that's the right temperature. She like touches it. I'm like, goes, my yeah, gosh. That's right. Yeah. I'm not on that level yet. But she's that stuff crazy. is so intriguing to yeah. me. I love that crap. Oh, I love it. Yeah, dude. Diners, drive-ins, and dives is another like guilty pleasure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Guy Fieri is such a dork, but I feel like I he's like such him. a cool cat. Too. I like him. Yeah, he's. I would. I would definitely want to have him on LBL. I think that would be yeah. a good. Oh, I mean, he sure. is a complete dork. Like yeah. complete dork. What's the best? But he's like unashamedly first, himself. I was gonna say he's coolest. genuine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not all about like the puka shell necklaces and the highlights, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sweatbands that were cool when I was like a freshman in high school for like ten minutes. <laughs> Big leather strap fossil watches. I'm like, dude, where'd you even find that, dude? <laughs> yeah, but you know, no judgment. Just oh my God. he's being authentic, I'm even though he's authentically sort of played out. Like you, yeah. Flavor Town, man. He he's Flavor Town, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's go. Let's go. Podcast questions. Okay. Um, like questions about podcasts and you don't have to like name specific ones, but you can, if you want. Um, the first question is what do you make a podcast good? Not, not like any specific one, but just like in general terms, is it the guests? Is it the host? Is it audio quality? Is it, I don't know, like what makes a podcast good? Well, I, I think that, so I used to be a big talk radio guy, like XM okay. radio back in the day. I used to listen to a show called Opie and Anthony all the, all the time and they were shock jocks for a while. And then it turned into more of like the, uh, the interview type thing. So you got to learn so much about different celebrities or stand up comedians. And that really kind of started my love for podcasts. And that's going back way back when I was in, in college, you know, 20 plus years ago. Uh, and then that kind of fizzled out. And then that's around the time Rogan started kind of gaining popularity in the, in the podcast thing. And I was driving so much, for TH Marine. And then, um, and then when I started, you know, fishing the tour, uh, it was just always, always, always on the road. And even though I love music, I don't like listening to music on a long road trip that much. Like I'll break it up some, but I love podcasts. And that's where I kind of just fell in love with like Bill Burr and, and Joe Rogan. And then that led me to like Mm -hmm. Joe Vaughn. Uh, there've been so many I've listened to over the years, but, Really, the to me, it's it's twofold. I think you've got to have you've got to have a host that that can really carry it, right? And and I think that's why Rogan is so big, is he yeah. can talk about anything under the right. sun like and and, yeah. and talk about it with a yeah, passion sure. and carry that. Yeah. So I think that's I mean, and that's the obvious pick for so many people. But I think you know, it's for me to be for, to be the perfect show. It's got to have the right host and guest. I had somebody okay. tell me one time uh, in an in an insulting type way. They're like, "Well, your views de- 
are really, you know, like a roller coaster depending on who you have on. And I'm like, well, yeah, but they were trying to insult me with that. Like, yeah, well, you don't yeah. have the same amount of views every week. And I'm like, well, there's a core base, but then it does change depending on the guest. Right. And sure. I think so, so the guest is equally as important as the host, because I could see and some, listen, I will say some of my most popular episodes or when I go on a tangent, I don't have a guest and I'll just run my mouth into mm -hmm. a microphone for an hour. But I also don't think that people would just tune in to listen to me talk for an hour, just about nothing, you know, sure. at the same time. So I think having a good guest certainly helps. And, and audio, like you said, audio quality does matter. But to me, like I, I can remember a Rogan, they recorded on an airplane. <laughs> like yeah. when I, and it was terrible quality, but it was so was still engaging. Yeah, it was engaging because of the situation. Yeah. You can hear the the just the noises in the background, but I, sometimes I think that that works as well. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, what do you think about theme music? About what? Theme music. Theme music. Well, yeah, like openers. Like I kind of burned that into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> obviously and i have people there yeah. that split man they're 50 50 they're like never play that again and please yeah. don't stop playing that because i did for like two episodes lately. yeah yeah and you went back and people were like i was just yeah they were kind of losing it it was funny <laughs> like for me i get bored with it but i will say for how the intro is done uh yeah. it just kind of fits like in its, it's little good mood yeah it's a good but because so fun fact, like when I started in 2018, 17, doing this on, uh, no, maybe it was like 19 when I started doing it on iTunes, late okay. 18, early 19. Um, I was using, before I did it on YouTube, I was using everybody else's songs. And yeah, I, was, yeah, I was opening yeah. the show and I was going, hey, check this out. This is a new album for Tyler Childers or this is new from blah, blah, blah. Or this is one I've been listening to this week that's an old album, but you should go check out this Ryan Bingham song or whatever the case was. But when I went to YouTube, obviously, because of the copyright stuff, they would right. pull the episode. So I'm like, I know a guy that's got a couple of songs. <laughs> well, actually, please, I almost started as a joke. And then people, because I'm like, I wanted to start the show with music. And then uh, just because I love music, but then it kind of turned into whatever the weird thing that it is now um, yeah. that I can can't stray away from it without getting yelled at uh, by okay. more people than <laughs> like the new song. But I've actually just I've got so many friends now that that play music for a living and different things that, mm -hmm. that have actual popular songs that I could probably get the rights to. But yeah. then I almost feel like I'm cheating on Bluxy Blues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cheat on your own song. <laughs> All right, now, yeah. And, but I'll tell you, like going back to like Opie and Anthony, they used to do, uh, oh my goodness, it was in a Clint, East, Clint Eastwood movie. Oh my goodness. I should know the name of this, but it's like a, uh, I want to Google it, but I'm not going to. But okay. that was how <laughs> one of their shows started and it was like this dramatic like build. And then okay. they would do like, there was like 30 seconds of old clips that they would play. And I loved that oh, so sure. much. You know, so I, I do love an intro. It's just the same. It's like Rogan's little deal he does at the beginning. Um, yeah. Eo Vaughn has had a couple different songs he's kind of stuck with over time. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, for sure. To um, kind of play off of, uh, kind of play off that the the changing of the song a little bit. How's the uh, the reception of the new backdrop been so far? Have you gotten any like any comments or feedbacks or anything on it yet? Yeah. So uh, today I had a guy say, "Bring back the banner," which I thought was funny. <laughs> I yelled out about 
too many sponsor ads all the time. So but, but yeah. I had that, and then I had, but the first comment on the, on this today show said, my man has gone and bought Rogan's old studio. And I was like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> the same, I'm four feet away from where I've yeah. always done it. But, uh, no, it's, it's funny. I bring up fat cat again. He pushes me in life. He's like that friend of mine that will tell you yeah. you suck. And he's always yeah, like, dude, yeah. I'm tired of staring at that banner and you got to change some things up. And <laughs> I know not Jack about, you know, lighting and, and, and I won't pretend to, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. I'm trying to get better at it. I need to add a lot of things, but, um, but yeah, I've, I think it's been okay. Listen, if you're tuning in to look at me, like I can't help you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't help yeah. you, but, but YouTube, the YouTube numbers are always stronger than the, uh, the actual audio numbers. So people must enjoy it for some reason. I don't, I don't yeah. know, maybe more accessible to them or something, but it is weird. Right. But it is very 2023, whatever people like to watch people talk and that yeah. sounds weird, but yeah. it's a thing. It, well, it's like, and, and you guys doing this through the, you know, video chat thing. I do those. I sprinkle those in. I don't like the audio quality as much. We talked about that before yeah. the show a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's funny to me that I just put a picture of a guy up, you know, whoever I'm yeah. interviewing and just do a little goofy description. And you do a funny picture every time too, which is yeah, really I funny. Yeah, I try to. And yeah. I try to do a dumb title about, you know, who they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Mule rider and champion or whatever you said about C4. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe yeah. I who I said that about, but um, what I'll tell you a funny one on that real fast, not to completely derail, but during the height of like MLF really hating my guts, yeah. Like, <laughs> so James Watson, a dear friend, he always comes on no matter what's going on, and obviously that's where he fishes. And he had been over there on the Bass Pro Tour, and there was just there was a lot of crazy going on, yeah. and and they were coming at me. This is around the time they that. Uh, their main guy at the time tried to get me fired from TH Marine. Like he tried multiple times. And so wow. it was really good. And, uh, and I had, <laughs> I had James on and I put it because he was like defending MLF and I put loves MILFs under it. <laughs> <laughs> and James is like good to go. Right. Like James is one yeah. of the funniest people on planet earth. Yeah, for sure. Gary Klein uh, James called me like two days later to tell me that Gary Klein goes, James, I can't believe you did that show. And he goes, did you see what he said under your name? Yeah. And goes, what? And he goes, he said, you love MILFs. And he's like, I do. I love MILFs. Right, he's not lying. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what that means, James, he's making fun of us. So it was he's one making of, fun of us. It was one of my favorite things that's ever happened because Gary Klein was like, this childhood bass fishing hero of mine. Yeah. He <laughs> now he hates you. That just doesn't like me. So I yeah. love you. Miss you, Gary. Yeah. That's really funny. I also, I respect the Nate and I were talking about that before this podcast. I respect the crap out of James Watson for what he said about the whole Cayuga thing. And we haven't even got to go down that path, but what he said about, um, in that meeting, how people were talking and he just stood up and went like full blown, like drill sergeant. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Cause I feel the same way. I just, and, and I'm, I'm nowhere near his level, but when I hear about dudes cheating and, and fishing and in Wisconsin, I can remember when it was, you know, my home state a couple of years ago, last year, there was a college guy, a uh, couple of guys who got caught pulling fish out of a cage by the DNR. And when the DNR got up to him, they said, Oh, our live well broke down or it's like, I just, I hate the whole thing or going flipping for a fish that, you know, freaking well, it's the same fish twice, but because you catch and release, whatever, like 
And the fact that he stood up for it, even within the organization he's a part of, I thought that took so much integrity. And uh, for him to be on your show and just be vocal about it, I yeah, I'm I'm definitely a fan of his now for sure. And to be fair with James, like yeah, he came on to be vocal about that. But I've also had episodes with him where there was misinformation coming out about MLF, and he's always a straight shooter. And I and I shoot him a text and say, hey, did, is this going on? And he'll come oh, on sure. and go, hey, you're you're wrong on all of this yeah. and this is why and that's why i've always you know really respected him that he just he always tells it like it is there's not mm-hmm. a lot of fluff there and uh and james is again he's a hilarious guy he's a larger than life character but but he's he's a straight shooter man that former military yeah. background like he'll 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 tell you exactly <laughs> what he's thinking more times yeah. than not. yeah we were yeah, talking about that before about this podcast oh sorry go ahead nate I was just going to say maybe the best thing about him is not his body hasn't let him down yet. So he hasn't been able to make bad decisions or anything. So <laughs> failures, your body failure. Yeah. Man. Be careful. My body fails me all the time. That's what I said on the show. My body fails me. They never failed a damn polygraph. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good one. Um, out of my level. I'm sorry. <laughs> We were talking about tacos. It was fun. Now you're going to get canceled. And now we're, yeah, now we're all a part of the ship that's going down, which is fine. <laughs> we're, we're so new in this thing. We'll just come up with a new name and relaunch. Nobody will know any better. You're, you're totally screwed. You're way too known. Person Bass next week. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, which, you know, that's been done before too. But anyway, the whole like rebrand thing over and over until it sticks. But anyway, uh, Lola was sans our podcast for a minute she had to go in on on some baby duty our littlest boy gus was giving heck yep and uh, lola had to go in and quell the situation so we're on the podcast questions lola we've been talking about like what makes a podcast good then we got yeah. off on kind of a a good a kind of natural tangent um but yeah jump jump off with that last one would you let's see um okay yeah i am curious about this because i feel like there's so many that are either or yeah um what's better a short podcast or a long podcast. I spend so much time in the truck. I love a long podcast. Yeah, I did a I two. Hour I hear that a lot. You know, for me, the long, the ones that happen to be really long, like this week's with Wesley Strader and Brad Knight. I have no idea we've been talking for two hours. I love those. Yeah, and and I think yeah. it's the same as long as it's not forced. Like some of my yeah. favorite podcasts are like two and three hours long, and you don't realize. Mm-hmm. The Logans are super long sometimes. Yeah, but but they're so organic, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It, with the right guests, like they, I mean, there's certainly some people that I'm not going to listen to for three or four hours. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. a lot of guests <laughs> over the years. I remember he did one with Sturgill Simpson one time. It was like the first one he ever did with Sturgill, and there weren't a lot. There wasn't a lot of uh, you know out there interview wise on on Sturgill at the time. Mm-hmm. He did like three hours with Rogan, and it was incredible, man. Yeah. And uh, I, I think as long as the conversation's flowing, like yesterday when we we stopped recording, uh, me, Brad, and Wes, because Strader realized we'd been going for two hours and kind of said something about it. And uh, I guess he had, you know, something to do with his at me on Zoom. And and Brad Knight's like, dude, I'm just getting started. Like, I think we could have gone, <laughs> another, no joke, another hour longer. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of get wrapped up, but uh, the W cut us off. But yeah, a long podcast, like my long. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Lola. 
No, that was good. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really curious about that because, like, I obviously I don't think it's even like debatable. Joe Rogan is the king of all podcasts, right? Like, sure. the contract he got through Spotify, the people he gets on his show, which I also really respect that he has people on his show that don't always share the same views. I think that's pretty dope. Um, but they'll be four hours long, like literally four. Like he'll have um, Jordan Peterson on there, and it'll go for three and a half hours, mm-hmm. and it's like what, like. And I'm always thinking to myself, like, I remember back in the day on YouTube, like you couldn't really get plugged into the algorithm if you had long videos because people wanted to get in and get out. And now it's sort of the opposite. Yeah. So I feel like it's sort of true for podcasts too. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think, I think the, the algorithm on YouTube is changing. I think they tried to do the TikTok thing with those shorts and yeah. I don't think it went that well. And from what I'm seeing now and the way I feel that viewer, uh, that duration is a big, is a big, big deal right now. Mm-hmm. And, and and look, I, I've got an average of like 30 minutes viewer duration, yeah. which blows my mind because yeah, huge. I, I shoot for an hour each week. I do like my spiel, you know, whatever that may be. And then the interviews I try to, you know, there are a lot of them that I don't think will go 30 minutes with somebody. And then we kind of hit sure. her, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, I have a lot where I'm like, looking. you'll see me actually on video, like I tap my phone to see how long it's been going. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's seven yeah. minutes. Um, but then we end up, <laughs> an hour. you know, you kind of hit a ride <clears throat> with somebody at a certain point, but yeah. you ask you for around an hour, just because that's what, like I said, that's what I enjoy that long form deal. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think that's great. Can I ask life questions or are Absolutely. we still on podcasting? Nate, Nate, will you ask that one oh, question? Sorry. It's like your, the third question down on podcast. I'm really curious on this one. Sorry. I didn't know how far you got into podcasting. Oh, it's questions. all good. I just want to know about your life. uh yeah so like what so we've talked about kind of what makes good podcasts what what is something that you know turns you off of a podcast what is it other than maybe the guest or something like that uh that that will lose your engagement like right away yeah well i think we're talking like i know quality you know uh like i said the guests or you know no, because I like I said, I'll suffer through some audio quality if if the yeah, guest same. is somebody that I really want to hear from. I'll definitely I'll definitely do that. Um, I would say for me, it's probably comes down to the guest, honestly, because because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not like a loyal Joe Rogan guy, right? Like I don't listen sure. to every single Rogan. I pick yeah. out the ones that I'm interested in, or if you hear, you know, through the grapevine, you see a clip, something was interesting on there, I'll go down that rabbit hole, but. Uh, uh, but I, you know, I've got my, my little group of podcasts that I certainly listen to, but I don't, I don't listen to every episode, but I'd say guest for sure. And I know it's the same way with me. Like I yeah. said, uh, just a little earlier, like I, I get that, that it's, it's guest based for the most part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever struggle as a, as a dude who I would assume you're the dude making the calls and making the connections, making the networking, lining it all up. Like you don't have a team of people behind you like Rogan or whoever, do you ever struggle with like, who do I have now? Or should I repeat sure. this one guest? Or, I mean, how does that look for you? Yeah. I, so I'm a one man band. I, I do yeah. do it all myself. And I know it probably looks and sounds that way more times than not. I had a guy uh, today in, on YouTube comments. He's like, well, in this two hour video, you need to cut it up into sections so I can click and go here and there. And he's like, all these other podcasts I listen to do that. And I'm like, yeah, they probably have five people that work for them. And I'm like, I get that. I wish mine was like that. Um, but, but yes, I book all everything. Um, you know, (laughs) there's really no, 
method to my madness. Uh, sometimes I will, cause I record a lot on Sundays and sometimes on Saturday afternoon, I'll go, Oh crap. I don't, I don't have anybody for tomorrow, but oh my uh, gosh, that's so refreshing. Yeah. We always do that. <laughs> do that a lot. And I do it every single week, you know, I have okay. I know a show is coming. So, uh, now some weeks things just happen and, and it's really natural, but when I struggle the most though, with guest is in the off season of, mm. of tournament side and, and when okay. there's something doesn't just jump out at me. Cause I'm really, when I make my decisions, I'll be scrolling social media and, and see, you know, some post by an angler or by a company or, or mm. you know, something like that to kind of just triggers my ADD into going, Oh, that's who I want to talk to this week. And, and I'm fortunate that I know a lot of those guys. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and so it's, it, you know, I can shoot somebody a text or I can get somebody's number pretty quick. And, um, and I'm fortunate that, that people want to do the show. You know, I, I'm, I, I went through a stretch where the, some people wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. And we've, you know, okay. we've overcome some of that now uh, a few years later, but, uh, but yeah, it's for me, it's, it's random at times. I do have a list. I have a working list of like anglers that I would okay. like to talk to, but if, it, cause I have so many guys that I know really well, they give me crap cause I've never had them all. And they're like, well, yeah, I was man. just going to ask you that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's just never organically made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, do it. Right. And then I have guys that I've had on six times because they're really fun guests that I, I enjoy, sure. you know, like a John Cox, uh, Gerald, yeah. obviously my buddy, Brad Knight is somebody that's been on multiple times. Justin Atkins. Like I really enjoy having those guys on. So okay. they've been a repeat offender. Fat cat has been a repeat offender, uh, you know, and, and always have fun with him. Yeah, Fat Cat doesn't Fox have a Watch. podcast, does he? Or does he have a podcast? Because if he, he doesn't, he should. He loathes podcasts. That doesn't make any sense. Fat Cat would fight the guy that invented podcasting. It doesn't even make any sense. He's like the most <laughs> talkative, like engaging dude. He hates a podcast. He hates oh, listening so funny. to them. He hates, he hates going on them. Like when I get him to do mine, he wants to fight. He's got a grumpy face the whole time. <laughs> And he and he's and he's one of the most charismatic, like funny dudes I know. But he's like, oh, it's so stupid and it's so forced. I hate everything yeah. about it. He hates it. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. so. Weird. I would not have expected that. Yeah, that's not a podcast. Yeah. Doesn't listen to okay. him. One of my yeah, one of my little side questions was always uh, like the character that he is. Like, is he always that like that yeah. guy? You know what I mean? That guy. On. Is he? Um, yeah. I would say. Yeah, like 80% of the time, I'd say 80%, you know, I think we all like when you live that, because I, I get caught up in this too, you have to be on so much, like, like you're talking about like an MPFL day, where you're on for like six, seven hours live. And so you've got to keep up that energy. You know, it's really important. Like you can't even if the fishing's slow, like you have to keep that energy up. And I think both of us kind of, and I don't want to say character, because I'm certainly not a character, but we both kind of drop it. And we're just quiet, which is rare for both of us at the end of those days. But for the most part, like uh, I call him B. His name is Bernard, by the way, Bernard Newton. So wow, I know. Yeah, I would go by Fat Cat too. Yeah, so Fat Cat was the character he created, but he is uh, he is incredible at his shtick and the things sure. that people love to hear. And dude, he can go in and out of that. It's yeah. Uh, it's a talent like it really is but he's he is uh even though it's a character like he is that 
like more yeah. times than not, you know, um, one of the greatest human beings I've ever had the, uh, fortune of calling a friend. I will say that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of how awesome. um, Michael yeah. Waddell is. He's very like authentic, but when like the cameras click on, he takes like that charming southernness and yeah. ramps it up a little bit and then when the cameras are off you're not recording you talk to him one-on-one and it's the same but it's much more toned down a little yeah. more you know yeah i think that's fair about it you could say that about everybody though right i'm if sure yeah in front of camera and like gerald's that way for sure like gerald's yeah. always gerald but then there's g-man that's what <laughs> leanne right yeah g like he kicks it up a notch and he really yeah giving you the goods you know yeah <laughs> i like the hand thing you're doing like he's giving you yeah I don't know, he, he's, he, he turns into this whole other creature he's like now listen yeah i love <laughs> when he does that but i'm like gee well here's g man not yeah, there he is yeah all right let's do live questions while okay. hit him with yours. yeah well like why do you love the outdoors and where did it start how did it start um yeah, I, I just want to know that. So all goes back to my dad and my granddad, really, uh, my mom's dad. Um, but, but but my my dad was, he actually uh, fished competitively, uh, wanted mm. to go pro in the 80s until oh, wow. my mom got pregnant with me and he came back from a tournament and all of his crap was in the driveway. Is a story he loves to tell. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he always had this... Uh, this deep passion for, for tournament bass fishing. But what was, what was crazy is we never did that until I was like 12 years old. I never knew that world existed to be honest. Mm. And, uh, but we hunted, you know, we always hunted, you know, uh, and we would, we would fish for bluegill and different things at ponds, but it was a really big deal. If I got to go to like the Tennessee river to go to the lake, Pickwick Lake or Wilson Lake, Wheeler Lake. And he had this little low aluminum boat, but we rarely got to go. And I'll never forget the first time he ever called, he was at work and, he, and it's during the summer and he calls and he goes, Hey, a buddy of mine's catching a lot of big bass on Wilson Lake. I'm going to pick you up after work. I'm leaving a little early and we're going to hook up to the boat and we're going to go bass fishing. I was like, bass fish. What? We're going bass fishing. <laughs> All bass by accident, yeah. you know, in yeah. pond, but like we were going just bass fishing. And I felt like, yeah, who's a man now? Like, I'm a man. <laughs> bass fishing. And oh my then, like, as we're fishing, he's like, yeah, they have these tournaments at night from like 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And you bring in your five biggest bass. And I'm like, well, we got to do yeah. that. You yeah. know? Oh my wow. God. That's so cool. That's First time we've ever yeah. gone. But yeah, I was 12 that summer when all that started. But yeah, just, just with him and, and, uh, and listen, where I live, um, it's, it's rural and everybody, like when you're in, in school, everybody's turkey hunting, like, half of my classmates would take off if, if the opening day of dove season fell on a school day, nobody was going to be at school. Right. Like that way growing up and, and redneck Southern middle Tennessee. So uh, just, you know, grew up around it and, and made a decision though, early on, like 13, 14 years old, like I'm going to do something in this bass fishing world. This is all Mm -hmm. I want, you know, all I want to do. So that's kind of, yeah. Give it to the pop, give it to pops, Marty D. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. I love that. Heck love yeah. That. <laughs> um, okay, well, I want to know about your family, too. Like, your social media shows your family a lot, which I love. Yeah, a lot we of are, pro bass fishermen yeah. is just fish, or yeah. it's just gear, or it's just, or not just pros, but fishermen is just fish. Like, Yeah, but a lot of your shows your family, and I super love that. So, 
obviously your family is important to you. Tell us all about them. Yeah, very much so. And I, that's always something I, I probably don't put them up there as much as I as I should or I used to uh, do. I, I've had a couple <laughs> of incidents through the podcast. Things kind of got crazy. Um, <laughs> when people start messaging your family, it's odd. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we've had a couple things like that over the years. Uh, so I don't, I probably don't post them as much as I used to, but, uh, certainly love, love my family. And I've got a, you know, we got a mixed bag around here. We got a mixed bunch. Uh, Marissa and I, we've been together 10 years and she had, uh, her three kids. Um, and she's a little older than me. So I like to be sure that's public all the time. Okay. Okay. Uh, Noted. (laughs) Yeah. But she got started a little earlier having kids. And so my oldest, I have a stepdaughter, Harper, who's 22, and then I have okay. a stepson, Charlie, who's 19. And then my youngest stepson is 16. And then I have two okay. boys uh, from my first try at marriage. Uh, yeah. with, uh, my first try. <laughs> uh, well, you just never know, right? Like, I love them. But yeah. you know, uh, when they might get rid of me around here. So, uh, but Hudson and Ryder, uh, Ryder's my youngest. He'll be 13 in January. And Hudson will okay. be 16 in October. So, Oh my uh, God. So, so my, my oldest and then my youngest stepson are like a month, of, a year and a month apart in age. So we'll have okay. a 16 and 17 year old very soon. So it's wow. there's never a dull moment, uh, in the Duncan household yeah. to say the very least. Yeah. Are they all there? So at some point every day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Harper actually, she, she's moved out. She's, She's doing in, uh, life on her own a little bit with okay. still with probably a, a Venmo line to her mother every five minutes, I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> I don't look at that. So my hair doesn't turn grayer and fall out more than it already. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, so Har- Harper's doing her own thing. She's out of school and working. And then Charlie, actually, he lives here, uh, our 19-year-old. And then, and then the other three boys. So obviously, blended family, we share with our exes and uh, we've got like 50, 50 uh, split. So my boys are okay. here yep. uh, 50% of the time. And so is Wes, my yep. youngest stepson. So okay. all the time. Yeah. There's, there's, listen, we've got, we've got five dogs, five wow. kids. Like, yeah, we're gluttons for punishment. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lola and I, we have six. We're a, we're a blended fam That's as awesome. well. We're a big pot of goulash with all the ingredients thrown yeah. in. So we have three boys, three girls. We have one dog, but he's as dumb as 10 dumb dogs. Yep. He's Walter. He's an English bulldog. He's just a giant turd potato. Um, But yeah, so I totally get, and and we, our, our placement is real similar. Mm -hmm. So yeah, totally, totally get what you're saying there. Yeah, sure, dude. And it's complicated at times, right? I think you guys. It can really be. Especially early on. Like it's hard to kind of, you know, it's, it's fun in games. Like when we're dating, it's like, oh, they all love each other. And then you put everybody together and it's like, oh, this is maybe a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it does. It kind of gets crazy. I mean, they do. That was the easiest part of our fam, family blending. blending yeah. They all, I mean, the first day they met each other in person because they had FaceTimed and yeah. done that. But like the like first, online game. Yeah, yeah, the first day of being together, they're like, we're siblings. Yeah. Don't tell anyone any different. Like yeah. today we're siblings. And it was just the sweetest. And then being in a house together, that hasn't, super change they still all it's hard for them to do things separately because if dominic wants to go outside and skateboard but everyone else wants to go jump on the trampoline they're like well why is dom not hanging out with us and it's like well guys 
It's okay to do your own thing too. They fight like actual siblings. They do. I mean, because they are. They are actual siblings to each other and to us. Like, there's no line. Right. Um, They don't ever say like, "Oh, my stepbrother or my stepsister." Like, that's my brother. That is my sister. Like, um. So yeah, it can be messy at times, but they. But kind of cool messy. Yeah. Like fun messy. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like people always ask us when we have all of our kids. They're like, "How do you do it?" And then like one of our kids will bring a friend over or two friends. Yeah. And so it's like, you have eight kids. They're like, well, we already have six. You throw in eight. We might have nine. I'm not sure. I we don't, know. Outside yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, you just kind of roll with it. And that's part of the fun too. And then even like our boat, like, you know, cause you, you run the express, which has a giant front deck and stuff. And we have a old, well not old, we have a 2016 legend V20, which has a giant front deck. And so we'll go out on the water, like and totally break all the like rules and have like 50 kids on it. You know, not like, not on the main motor, of course, like yeah. shallow lake with the left, you know, with the trolling motor and just, I don't know, the craziness of it's part of the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. The, embrace the chaos, man. Embrace the yeah. chaos. That's all you can do. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, wait, they're doing a good job okay. at it for sure. Oh, thanks, thanks Nate. Because if y'all yeah. have been together for 10 years, that means Harper was 12, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, through all the life. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I mean, our oldest Kennedy, she's thirteen, yeah, almost, fourteen. almost fourteen. We've been together for four years. Wait, four and a yeah. half years. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah. So I'm just thinking, like, age wise, it's pretty similar. And Lola is way older than me. I'm so old. She's like eight years younger than me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to be just My to be clear on that man. same on that same level. <laughs> we still on, we're still on life questions. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Let's go. You yes. So I want to, I want to know, yeah, yeah I want to know something about you that somebody else, or I guess other people may not know about you. Something hmm. can be, can be anything. It doesn't have to be That's too a good crazy one. or it can be really wild. Yeah. Cause this dude's an open book. So I feel like you're going to have to stretch. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. Nate, I got a show I do every week. I got, I got, a, I got crap to talk about. <laughs> 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 people don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, Everybody's just tuning out right now. They're like, anything about himself, man. Yeah, it could be something that you like that people don't think you might well, like. I, uh, yeah, I didn't expect the the food channel thing, and that's I kind of that okay, guy, yeah, got me that was good. knowledge. Yeah, that was a good one. Like I've I've looked in like recent years at doing like online culinary school stuff. I swear, in like the last. Dude, like, that's wow. dope. You should do it, dude. Um, I know I, you're busy, but I mean. Add so it in. That's probably something that people don't realize. I think I, I'll say this, and this, this, <laughs> this oh boy. Is, uh, yeah. I think people automatically assume uh, that you're like, a, like, I hate politics. I hate politics. Okay. I hate politics. I hate okay. politics. My dad was involved in like local uh, county sure. politics when I was growing up, and I just hate everything about it. And I think. What what makes me laugh though is like in our industry, in the fishing industry, marine boating industry, whatever, people automatically pigeonhole you like one way or the other. And mm. I just like hate all of it. <laughs> mm. But yeah. I think that people like I'll get texts from people like, Yeah, right on, man. You said that this week. And I was like, Yeah, I don't I didn't mean I didn't mean it politically. I like, that. Yeah. like I'm sorry. Like yeah. I got a lot of flack during the uh like the COVID stuff. Cause I think we were all living a roller coaster with that. Right. And no, uh, I I had friends like severely impacted by it and, and yeah, lost same. a couple of dear, dear friends. And I would talk about mm. it on the show, man, I would get so much crap. They're like, Oh, you're just this or you're that. And, and so I think for, for me, maybe that's what people, 
I, I try to be like make a point at times, but it has no political meaning behind it. And then, so I would, maybe that's something that people don't, they try to pigeonhole you left, right, center, crazy, whatever. <laughs> and uh, right, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I'm not anything I would say. Like okay. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't like lean either way to be honest, politically. Okay. Yeah. That was a deep yeah. answer, but that's something oh, good. But I feel like that's something people like think they automatically know. Like they just, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, ah, eh. Just, I'm not a political person. If I ever make like a politically charged statement, it was, it's more of a joke. Yeah. You know? Right. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Well, our next set of questions is like Luke Duncan specific questions. And I had one that kind of ties into what you just said. So I'm going to jump in order, Nate yeah. Lola. I'm sorry. You do uh, but one of the run, the ones I wrote down is like, I don't even know if you're going to be able to answer this because I don't know if there is an answer for it. Like, I know you're not afraid to just plop out the truth but uh, the question that i wrote is like why are you so straightforward so things like um the whole mercer deal or the way you went after that dude who was whole garden pretending he was somebody else and, and aaron martin's old boat which that was the worst part of that whole thing to me because i just loved aaron martin so much yeah. um or um making fun of iCast and all the like game changers and like berkeley knocking off lures which i make fun of all the time you know, as well I was like that's you <laughs> i always i'm like dude how much money does berkeley have in the bank like you can't pay somebody to come up with an original idea anyway um all of this stuff like what what makes you that straightforward was that a choice like i'm just gonna bleh, or is it just who you are or because some people even i'm sure you've seen it like in your reviews people would be like oh he's a drama queen and, yeah, and i yeah. think my review of your podcast was like almost combating that and i said something yeah. like the dude tells the truth like it don't like it whatever yeah. but you don't have to guess whether he's being honest with his feelings about something yeah. why are you that way well, and I've been called a loose cannon. I got called called loose cannon by a sponsor this week, which was funny. Oh wow! I was like, okay. Dude, I feel like I'm way less of a loose cannon than I used to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> older and more mature. Some days I feel like, uh, no, it's just me. It's me, right, wrong, or indifferent. I, you know, I, yeah. not to be, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in your face and tell you exactly how how it is, man. Like I'm not that necessarily that guy, but I I do. I feel like in life <laughs> that it's very important to be as honest as you can be. And sure. I think as long as you get everything out and I kind of lived in a household like that, like my dad, you never had to wonder what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would watch him, you know, around his work and, and the company he worked for uh, for many, many years and just, just still does. Uh, I watched how people reacted to him, like just being himself and just being honest. And I think that with the podcast, I think anybody that knows me outside of all this craziness, they know that's how I am. I mean, that's how I am at TH, right? Or indifferent. There are probably a lot, there are a lot of people at TH Marine that then aren't fans of mine because I just go, Hey, yeah, that's not okay. Um, Mm. I don't know why we're doing that. This, you know, not that I think I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm right. And, I, and I've said that many times on my show is I don't say this stuff because I think I'm spot on. Like I say it to get it off my chest. Um, sure. But I think, I think people, no matter what it is in life, whether it's, it's your everyday life, what you're into, whether it's music, um, fishing, you know, which is why we're all here tonight together. I, I think people deserve to know though, like what's going on. Without fluff, mm-hmm. without like this, you know, you pull back the curtain a little bit. And I think what I saw when I really was, you know, started putting this on YouTube 
And because I, I was getting, you know, a couple thousand downloads a week just on, on iTunes. And, and one day I just put a GoPro up and I threw it out there and I titled it. It was just an episode and I titled it, um, you know, wh- whatever the case was, like the change in the fishing industry. I, I can't even remember mm-hmm. what the first one that was on YouTube it was like 2019. And it just like skyrocketed. Okay. And I mean, I'm not talking about like 20,000 views or anything, but like it was but four. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and so I'm like, wow, it's okay. And I think for me, the moment though, like the moment that was like, it's okay to be yourself because I try, I will say this going back and I'm jumping all over the place. But when I started with TH Marine in 2005, um, I was very, I was clean cut, like clean shaven and it always had facial hair and I shaved and I'm like wearing khakis and I'm tucking my shirt in. Cause that's what they're telling yeah. me to do. And, yeah. and I, and, and, I had one tattoo and I would walk around with it covered up and it was like, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't me for like a couple yeah. of years, man. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, this is not, and, and whether it's you get comfortable with people enough to like be yourself, but like they had me painted as like this choir boy <laughs> almost. And yeah. I'm like, Whoa, hang on. Tell me how it's not Wait, me. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. And so I started being myself and, and, but I think going now fast forward to like the podcast, I think once I, I've never been more nervous. I'll say, I've never said this anywhere. I've never been more nervous than the day I hit upload on the podcast about uh, going after Jim Wilburn from MLF. Mm-hmm. And it was after he had tried to get me fired and all that. And I, and I, and I did a random one on a Thursday and I was like, titled it like MLF can't handle this podcast or something along those lines. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And, and I truly, like, I can remember my dad and I was in October right after my mom and my mom passed away a couple weeks later and all that was going on during that time frame. And, and my bosses were like, Hey man, just you do you like you're, you're fine. Um, you have nothing to worry about here. We've got your back. Uh, uh-huh. he should not have reached out to us. And I was like, well, he should really enjoy the next episode. And they're like, Hey, well, just, you know, maybe don't do that. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm going home to do that today. And so I filmed it and, but I hit upload and I was, I will never forget. I was with my dad, uh, on a hunting, uh, lease that we have and we barely have any service. And I was telling him like down there that I had done this and, and I had uploaded and he's like, Oh boy. And he's always, my dad always airs on the side of, I'm going to screw something up. just to be fair. Sure. I just think yeah. that, that's all dads. I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. You go throw everything away. You're, and we hit a, a spot <laughs> farm where I had service on my phone and dude, it just, it was melting. It was like literally melting. And I was, and I had text and I had YouTube comments and I had emails and it was insane. And it was all about the episode and it was people going, thank you. People mm. in the industry going, thank you for saying what you did and yeah. being honest because I too have had this similar experience with the guy you're talking about. Thank you. And I've only done two that I will say had that kind of, um, that had that, that kind of response. And the other one was the Mercer one when, when Dave and I stopped mm-hmm. working together and I just kind of, you know, spoke my piece about why I didn't want to do that. And it was a lot like that. A lot of industry people kind of, Hey, you know, a lot of surprises, you know, reaching out, but, but I'd, I'd say October of 2019, like just knowing, Hey, you can be yourself and it's okay. Um, okay. but, but I will say uh, fair warning. 
And I've got a, a buddy of mine right now, uh, a new buddy of mine, Slick Johnson. I'm just getting to know, and he's he airs it out. Alabama Bass Council. He's wild on TikTok, right? And uh, he's not he doesn't shy away from any controversy. But I've I've told him, and this would be my advice to anybody: is you can be honest, but you can also be honest to a fault. And what I mean by that, yeah. is I started seeing people in my comments like, "Yeah, these people are messing with our leader," <laughs> and like really like weird, like that really. Mm. Um, Hey, time out. Okay. <laughs> right. Fast fishing. And this is weird. And this is not a cult. Uh, and so, right. <laughs> but it really, and, and it got to me. It did like yeah. it got to me in like a negative way. I'm like, Ooh, like this has gone, gone too far, you know? Um, yeah. It's, but it's, it's all worked out obviously, but I, I definitely, I feel like I've, I'm, I'm soft now in my old age guys. I'm soft. I, I, I would just, have you ever, have you ever tracked an episode and not used it? You went too far. Uh, no, no, I did have one. I got threatened to, uh, <laughs> I had a sponsor that I parted ways with and I made a comment that was not even bad and okay. they really got super butthurt about it. And they uh -huh. sent their lawyer <laughs> to tell me, like, send me a cease and desist that I could not wow. say name on the episode. And like I said, no, like it was not like it was silly. And that's the only one that I've ever taken down and i literally huh. edited one minute out of it wow so handle like what what i said and anyways it was silly but that no that's the only one now have there been some that i probably should have yeah probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so i know you're not like into politics and i'm not trying to talk politics at no. all truly just prefacing this with that uh, but uh that's kind of like what i've I've wanted in American politics for the longest time, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican or, you know, independent, I want somebody who speaks their mind where even if I don't agree with it, I believe that to them, they're telling the truth, that they're being honest about their feelings. They're not a puppet. They're not bought and paid for, you know, again, whether I agree with it or not. And that's why I've always, when I've talked to people, um, friends of ours, though, I'm like, you listen to Luke Duncan. Some say yes, some say no. And people who say no, I'm like, I don't get how you couldn't, even if you don't like him, the dude's just being completely gut level honest and i feel like you have to respect that especially in a day and age now where everything is so balanced and trying to be so pc and so you know what i'm saying like well, overly... i think people like you said when there were comments like oh thank you thank yeah. you i think it's ref refreshing it is it's refreshing that's the right breath word. of fresh air it's like people can relate and um yeah i think that's that's great you just don't see it exactly because everyone's so nervous to say what they're thinking and it's like why? Because you're going to get canceled. You're going to get canceled because by people you don't care about seriously. anyway. Well, and at the end of the day, like, guess what? The sun's going to come up tomorrow. No matter what you <laughs> say, it's going to be okay. Like I, I dealt with a, uh, the, the one, this is the one. Uh Oh, did I lose you guys? Nope. We're here. I still okay. got you here. Oh, I like something scared me. I thought I broke something. We knew you were getting <laughs> juicy. So it was just you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we zoomed in on just you. We wanted to see your Pickwick uh, map, so you can really see my gray beard. Um, yeah. So the the one time I should have probably not went full send was against the the Googans and mm. uh, Rob Turkla and dude. That's when uh, I had this episode, and he had fished in PFL. It was this whole back and forth thing, and I just yeah. made a statement, and and he like really did a pretty good chop job editing what I said and made it look like I was bashing veterans, which was fun for about 48 hours. Oh my gosh. And uh, yeah. And that was not, 
the case in the least. And anybody that watched it knew, but he put a video together and he called me and he said, Hey, this is what I'm fixing to do. And I said, well, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, Rob, I don't think that's a good idea. We did it. And the podcast went from like 4,000 views to like 50,000 views in like an hour. And, uh, but it was people that did not want to be a fan. (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) That's sure. But listen, man, it was, uh, it was a rough day, but at the, at the end of the, at the end of it, um, like 48 hours, it was crazy. There was a lot of crazy that happened, but at the end of it, it was like, he took his video down and I, you know, life went on. So I think, I think too many people live in fear. You know, yeah. and I and I just think that I would rather know who who's who. I'd rather know yeah. what's real. Like it, like, and that's the the sad part, the jaded part of me in the fishing industry is I do know the people that are not real at sure. all. Like that play yeah. a character or very much are not who they portray on camera in the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I just hate that. I always did. Like yeah. when I'm on the FLW tour. Or, hanging around Bassmaster events, whatever the case is like, I, or an expo. Like I hate seeing something that I, and, and then, and then getting like, you get on social media and you see what the fans like think like Santa's, you know, like, uh, like, no. not it. Yeah. I'm like, I hate that. And so I just never want to be that man. And look, there's probably somebody that knows me in real life that goes, Oh, it's not Luke at all on that podcast. But I, I would disagree. Like it's, yeah, it's me, you know, right, wrong or indifferent all the time. And, and like I do, uh, like Lola said on social media, like I try to each open in the show. Like I do try to, I want to, I love the host that I love to listen to. I like that. They talk about their life and what they've yeah. got going on. And for me, it's real, you know, therapeutic, cathartic, whatever to get it out there. And yeah. like, I talked about my mom dying and the whole process of like how hard that was her battle with, uh, with breast cancer. Like I documented it all on the show mm-hmm. and I'll be honest with you. Like it helped me get through it like, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. because dude, I had so many people in the comments in my DM email me like, man, I lost my mom to this or I lost my, and it like, it really wow. connected me to people. And I think that, you know, being brutally honest, no matter what it's about. And I, and I yeah. feel that no matter what, cause I, listen, I've talked about TH has been a rocky road with some of the things like we've bought and sold and been bought and sold a couple of times the last few years. And I talk about that. I talk about like, Hey, it's like, it's stressful. Things change. And I think that yeah. for me, it's just like, I love hitting that red button and just talking about, you know, I've got a general idea of what I'm going to talk about each week, but I love talking about, uh, you know, a little insight into my life just because I think everybody's got crap, right? Everybody's they're not proud of. Everybody's got, um, things that tick them off and things that they love. And, you know, we're all the same, just doing the best we can at the end of the day, I think, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I think that's the right word. Cathartic, just soul purgings, but even good, bad, ugly, scary, controversial. not just a highlight reel. Yeah. Just let it rip. Yeah, man. I appreciate I that think so much. Part yeah, of what, uh, yeah, I think it's a big part of why a lot of people are drawn to your your podcast, you know, because it, it, it's so real. Uh, people can relate. It's, you know, uh, even even before, you know, before you get into the fishing, it, the, the life stories and what you're going through. It's a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of people out there going through that and, you know, want to like to hear, you know, your insight and see how you're dealing with all that stuff and how family's treating you. So, you know, it's, we, we appreciate all of it for sure. Yeah. 
Okay, I have a question. Like, if you could rank your passions, all right? Music, bow hunting, or fishing. Sorry, I said that's so weird. So those three, if you could could rank Mm -hmm. them, what would it be? Music. Music always, uh, music always trumps everything. Wow. Yeah, I know. And I know that's crazy, but music's actually, so I I wrote that song when I was like eight. Um, and like, and, and I would write poems and then I learned how to play guitar at like 10. So I'll kind of piece it together. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dope. So music's always been like the number one and like, okay. But I will say like being on the water is very much like I, I listen to music for, you know, to after a bad day, bad week, whatever. Like I mm. like to, I've got, you know, certain things I listen to and I've always been that way, you know, something yeah. bad happens. Like I, I've got a certain, you know, a, a place I'll go musically um, for sure. But, but yeah, if I had my, if I had my, um, you know, to pick, you know, it would definitely, and then it would probably go fishing and then bow hunting. But I, okay. yeah. But then, man, I get pretty obsessed with those freaking furry critters running around. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no I do lose my mind since since I was like ten, you know, every yeah. fall. Um, but but yeah, music it's it's always been, and they they run in parallel, like they're very similar. Sure. To me. Oh yeah, both creative. Like you get to be creative fishing, um, mm-hmm. especially with the podcast, obviously tying into fishing. But you get to be creative with that. But yeah, they they run in in parallels. Like I find peace. And writing music, playing music live is a, a very, you know, uh, it's an outlet for me. Always has been. Sure. I love being on stage. I love playing. I love that energy. And then uh, being on the water is kind of the opposite of that, but it is calming to me. Like I can go mm-hmm. and not get a bite and just being there and being on the water. Like it's, there's nothing like that for me. Yeah. So th- those two are, they're, they're close, but I'll, I'll okay. give it music. Okay. That's great. Wow. Um, also, yeah. uh, I downloaded a Turnpike Troubadours album oh, based yeah. on one of your podcasts, yeah. and uh, that cat. I, I haven't listened to their old stuff, so I can't act like I'm all cool and whatever. <laughs> but that new album, Cat in the Rain, is so freaking dope. The vocals are so honest and not yeah. processed and overdone, and like it's just like this perfect combo of like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like bluesy country, sort of simple, but not necessarily musically simple, but there's not so many layers that it's like hard to listen to. And like, I feel like the turnpike troubadours are what Taylor Swift wishes her music sounds like when she does like those folky albums. And I don't mean that as a diss to Taylor Swift, but you know, like I feel like that's like sort of like what that sound should sound like. And it's really dope. So thanks for, uh, indirectly well yeah. you directly you didn't know you're telling me but directly yeah. turning me on to it it's really dope so their lead singer evan felker he's he's one of the greatest songwriters of my generation you know we're close to the same age and he's he's like ernest hemingway in country music okay. way he writes yeah. like it's it's crazy absolutely yeah. crazy but uh and my buddy ryan that plays guitar for him he's okay he kind of sucks yeah. but he's all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah Nate, I just thought of something. He said Taylor Swift. I'm going to tell you something that people don't know about me. I'm a Swift. Oh, there okay. Is. All right. Are you really? He is Swifty. Okay. He's Swift. Okay. I'm a, I'm right. a, my, uh, on Harper's 19th birthday, we went to see her at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. 10th row. Oh, baby. my gosh. Stepdad of the century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was it? How was the show? That's I had awesome. my, like, 
LED bracelets on they gave you. Look at him go. Shake it off. I was doing it. Yeah. It was oh, similar yeah. to the G-Man, but more like in a dance. More like, a, yeah, it was like more. Like G-Man stance, but oh. kind of bring the hands back and then just let it rip. Yeah. Beautiful <laughs> so, dancing. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I do like me some Taylor Swift. All right. Um, Dominic yeah, played Taylor awesome. Swift in the car today. I was like, what the heck? What, what are, are you doing? doing? He's like, mom, I just. I just want to listen to this one song that Kennedy yeah. was listening to. Okay. I was like, all right, cutie. Yeah. It's really funny. A guy that I grew up with, uh, well, didn't really grow up with, but I knew him pretty well in high school. Oh, yeah. uh, his name's Justin. He's in, he's like the guy for this indie band called Boney there. And uh, like we were buddies in high school. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's then from he our has, hometown. Yeah. Like, so like we live right there. I used to be really into hip hop as a really kid. Weird and like, really weird voice. Like, I have a really weird voice. No, oh, Justin does. Voice. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, the funny thing is, in high school, he didn't do all that like really pretty layered falsetto yeah, stuff. Yeah, he does that really high and then yeah. kind of yeah, because he has a really deep speaking voice. Yeah. But um, anyway, like I would freestyle when their band would do stuff like Mount Vernon, whatever. So then it's super funny. I was listening to Boney Bear uh, a long time ago, and my sister was like, "Isn't it so crazy that that's Justin?" And I was like, "What's Justin?" She's like, "That group. That's your friend Justin from high school." I was like, Justin who? She's like, Justin Vernon. I was like, no, it's not. Like, I was listening to him, not even realizing that it was like somebody like I knew so fairly funny. well. But anyway, he has like some songs with Taylor Swift now. Like, yeah. like he's on her stuff. She's on his stuff. Like, yeah. it's so cool how small and connected the world can be at times. Oh, no doubt. You're always like six people away from meeting somebody you can't believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I just, I just want to meet you. So I was just going to say, like, and you're right here, here, so we so didn't need to go through of, six. Yeah, you're here. Just, you're right. just Instagram right. messaging. Expectations. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to, at some point, we're going to get The Rock on here. Yeah. And we're going to be like, dude, we're stoked to have you, but we did we have had, Luke Duncan yeah, on like Luke a month Duncan, ago. So. so He's got to do LBL too. We'll do a joint episode. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. We're going to get him for both. So we're going to have to combine efforts here to corral you may throw a little more weight than us, but like I if he likes tacos, maybe we'll maybe we'll trip his trigger a little. <laughs> Which he's got to like tacos. Hey, he doesn't like tacos. He's gonna say tequila yeah. taco. Like he's got the tequila. It's gotta go hand yeah. in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should for sure. <laughs> Nate, what you got, homie? Yeah, so I, I yeah I got one. Uh, I want to know uh, your coolest life lesson that you've you've oh. kind of learned as being a father. So we're gonna throw that in there. Mm. You know? Man, I, I would say, and this is cliche, but patience, <laughs> patience, Thanks. patience, for real, definitely. Um, but I, I would say patience, and then I have a newfound, especially in the last few years, a newfound respect for my own dad. Mm, that's crap cool. that I put him through, you know. When you're a kid, and you're like, "This guy doesn't know anything," and I yeah, think a yeah. lot. Of <laughs> And now my kids are like, this guy doesn't know anything. And I'm like, but I do. I know everything. But I do. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. My dad knew everything. Um, yep. So I think I think that for sure. Trying to be patient. Try to be, uh, you know, for me, too, I think it's really important that something I strive to do, and, and I probably fall short, but, um, man, just letting kids know you're proud of them. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. a big deal. And, and, you know, they do a lot of kids are cool. Like, I, you know, they, they make my beard gray for sure. My hair fall out, but they, uh, they're, they're just cool. I've got, and I'm very, yeah. like these cool little humans yeah. <laughs> and they got their own view. And like, it's, it's, uh, for me, it's really neat that my kids don't 
I mean, they don't get me wrong. They love to hunt and fish. They love, but they like, they don't care about tournaments. Like they just want to go on a fishing trip with their dad. Like they love, yeah. The yeah. They love everything about it, but they're like, yeah, okay. Tournaments are cool, but we don't have to do it. And when I was like 13 and 16, I was like, where are the tournaments? Let's yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Like it was just my deal. And yeah. we fished a lot of tournaments. Don't get me wrong that when they want to, they ask, but it's never been something that I've, I really forced, you know, forced on them and all, but like, it's cool to just see what they're into, you know, which is music. Now my, my boys are really, really into music, not playing, playing, listening. listening. Like they're, they have really cool musical taste. Okay. Do they listen to music that you don't get or no? Um, every now and then, every now, I'm pretty like, dude, my, my playlists and my truck would, would, you know, it's what, what's your playlist? Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, go for you it. You got then. Apple yeah. Music on or yeah, Spotify yeah. or whatever you use. I'm you say that. I'm I'm truly I'm liable to be listening to like Turnpike. I'm liable to be listening to Drake. I'm liable to listen to uh Soundgarden. I'm liable oh, wow. to listen to Nirvana and then back to like Whiskey Myers and then like Merle Haggard and then okay. Tupac. So yeah, there's something wow. about growing up in the South. Um, and a lot of my buddies are this way. Like we would go ride, you know, back roads and, and stuff when we were in high school and you'd listen to like Hank Williams Jr. And then the next song on the mix CD was, you know, California love or whatever. Like, right. like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like listen to bone thugs and harmony. And then, okay. Like, oh, have you, you guys ever heard, uh, you know, of, of Keith Whitley? <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. That all right. But yeah, I love rap though. Like, I think that's probably something else people don't like. I love, love good rap. Like, yeah, if it's yeah. Seriously, yeah. like, and good production, like, I'm all in. Okay. Like, anything, yeah. anything that somebody put their heart and soul into that's well yeah. written, like, I'm all about it. I don't care what it is. So, yeah, to say there's a few things that my kids listen to that I'm like, don't get it. But for the most part, they listen to a lot of stuff that I do. Yeah, okay. cool. it's fun going down the road. And I watch Hudson; he's got Apple Music. My sixteen-year-old, and something will be on in the truck, and I'll see him get his phone out and and be on his Apple Music. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't got know. him. I, I, but I never acknowledge it because then he'll just act like it. He then it'll make it oh, weird. Gosh, it's and, so hard though yeah. not to be like, I told you it was good. I told you it was mm-hmm. a good song. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Turkey. They listen to a lot of. Uh, they listen to a lot of hip hop. You know, a lot of rap for sure. Okay. They also like love country and a lot of singer songwriter stuff that I do too. So that's cool. They hate my music, but <laughs> do they actually hate your music? I don't say they hate it. They just don't. They're just like, whatever, like they're, they're not, like, you don't, like, you don't catch them bumping your stuff or whatever. Like I'll be sitting around on the guitar and they're all just yeah. like, Oh gosh, this guy stop. That's awesome. Dude, back in the day. So a, a really embarrassing, but kind of funny story back in the day in my hip hop group, you said bone thugs and made me think of it. Uh, the little hip hop group I was in, we were like a full blown live band, um, drums, guitars, bass, what synth, whatever. We would do the stupid thing where we would switch instruments a couple times, like during the show, like we'd just rotate around because there's like seven of us in the band. Anyway, uh, we would do this one thing where if we were at a show that had like good lighting and stuff, we'd have the lights come down and like I was like the, 
the front man. The I, I was people would ask me what I played, and I'd say the microphone. I thought that was really clever. It's oh, not. But, um, anywho, <laughs> we have we have a, we have the lights come down and like just a light on me, and I'm like, man, I've been thinking a lot lately about like life and death, and like you know when you die, and I do this whole spiel like dead serious, like no smile on my face, whatever. Oh my gosh. And I'd say something like, and then you get to heaven, and and Saint Peter lets you in, and, and finally. <laughs> After all these years, you hear the song. You hear the song the angels are singing. Can you hear it? And I just sit there and let it marinate. Can you hear it? And then my guys behind me would be like, boom, 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 boom. And I'd be like, tell me what you're going to do. And then we'd just like, and I'd always like, we'd, we'd do this. We all had this like queued up. We practiced this. This is so embarrassing. You're so cute. But we'd always like, I miss my uncle Charles, y'all. Whatever. And like, it was so funny, but like maybe it wasn't. But to us, we were dying. You're like, we are funny. Yeah, we're really clever. Listen, in my country band days when we were playing all over the place and when we would do cover gigs like these four hour four hour bar gigs we used yeah. to do gosh i cannot believe i'm saying but anybody that's ever seen me out <laughs> do this so but we used to do like steve miller band like the joker to the tune of yeah. the joker and just rap over it it's such oh, a dope. trick but yeah. people would lose their like ten and juice and you do like just yeah. listen my my lead guitar player one of my best friends andy abernathy uh, like he can really like he can he can do it. Like he's yeah. got like he 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 remembers every word to every rap song from the nineties, and so he was hey. always in that situation. Always That's like you with two thousands, but I mean, yeah, nineties are a little early for me. Yeah, but two thousands, like, like, like early Fifty Cent. And oh like yeah, all that stuff. I can like every word. That first album was so good. What was it, it really was Richard Die Trying. Yeah. yeah. I always oh, said yeah. I made the classic. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. That would be your like. No, if I can't, if I can't do it, it can't be done. That song. If I oh, can't yeah, yeah. do it, you yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you want more of a deep cut, but yeah, for sure. Oh, it's a deep. Yeah, gotta get deep cuts, dude. Come on. Yeah, you got to keep it a rich dude. Okay, so another funny. Now you got me. Now you got me thinking of crap. So one time I went to this thing in uh, Atlanta where I used to live. Uh, it, it was so sad. There was this like youth pastor guy who was trying to talk to all these like inner city kids and whatever. And he was trying to be like relevant, I guess. And so he tried oh, to bring yeah. up 50 cent as like this, like pillar of stuff can happen, but if you're strong, you can get through it. But the whole time he kept on saying 50 cents, like he kept pluralizing it. And so every kid there, like he lost credibility the moment he spoke yeah. and he said, cause you know, 50 cents had a hard life and they're like, and oh 50 my gosh. cents was shot, but 50 cents didn't give up. And everybody's like, shut up white man. Like nobody oh wanted to hear God. this dude because he kept on calling him 50 cents. Like he never said 50 cent or 50 cent. He said 50 cents. Cause my he, mom was never really pleased when I would listen to 50 yeah. cent and she got into my car and I had like this Nick CD and like candy shop Whoops. came on. Oh boy. And I was like, Oh no, mom. It's, it's <laughs> like actually actual like a store, candy. like a lol. Like, and she's like, I am it's not, not innuendo. Like, mom. No, he means mom. Act like a, like a dumb dumb. Yeah. Not any innuendo. No. no. What? I, would, I wouldn't. I don't that. understand mom. What? No. Yeah. Like the lolly. Sorry, Sorry mom. Weird mom. Yeah. Here, you I, want a sucker? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea this was bad mom. Chill. Yeah. You're making it weird. Isn't, isn't the beat cool? Yeah, you're making it weird. I just really like how it sounds. I like to dance. Ugh, you're gross. <laughs> yeah. Parents, parents don't know anything. Yeah. Oh wait. Okay, so let's let's go back. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Luke, what's next for you? Where, where are you trying to take this? Like, do you want to be doing what you're doing and you're doing a lot um, for the next however many years or like what, what's, what's five years down the road for you, 10 years down the road for you? You know, I, 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 I hope I can still be doing all this craziness because I remember when the the phone didn't ring and, and, you know, you didn't get opportunities like the MPFL and like this year I worked for uh, the Alabama Bass Trail. I got to MC some tournaments. I'm going to get to do that again next year. Some and as well, or schedule, you know, allows it with MPFL and there'll be a time where I probably need to say no more than I do now, but man, I'm just so grateful that I get the opportunity opportunity to to do what I get to do man like I just I'm a I'm a guy that I love to bass fish I love music I love the outdoors and I love to run my mouth so uh I never I never have talking and and like I am like I say that every week I do sincerely the fact that I see those numbers of people that tune in and I I see the comments and I've gotten to know so many people that I, you know, they call Mm -hmm. themselves low lifers, but I do like, I've got, I've made friends, you know, um, lifelong friends through the show and so many opportunities to meet people that I would never get to meet just because of a crazy fishing podcast. Like it's, it's, it's remarkable to me. So I don't know, five years from now, if I had a goal, I would say it would be probably to be doing more. That's just, podcast oriented and and okay. Luke Duncan without selling boat parts to be honest mm. like I, I uh, there's a uh for me like corporate America is not something I ever really wanted to you know really be super yeah. tied to and I worked for a family business for a long time so for me it would be like the ultimate like I did it like I did something in life if I could work for myself you know and 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 whatever that means right like is that podcast is that a lot of things combined, um, yeah. like the NPFL, like different opportunities to MC things and sponsorship opportunities. You know, we'll see. It's uh, it's it's a lot of work keeping it yeah. all up, and and I'm gone a lot. But man, I I just can't, you know, I can't say no because, like I said, it's just I still can't believe that it's happening. You know. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a great answer. Yeah. I got a quick little, quick little question that kind of ties in a little bit. So you talked about like, uh, you know, grasping opportunities and sponsors and this and that. Uh, have you ever been approached by a potential sponsor that you were like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I, I don't really mm, see myself working with you guys. And I have yeah. names or anything. I just was curious. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a couple that just didn't make sense, you know, and you get, you get those that you feel like they're going to take it. And maybe that's not the right way to put it. Take advantage of, you know, just your audience. Right. And I'm not going to, and I've parted ways with a couple that I was with because I didn't believe in either the product or like the overall narrative of the company, like where things were going. Like I, and I out of this contract because I don't like this. Like, I don't like where this is headed. Um, and because I want people, like if they take the time to listen to the ads on the show, and this might sound really, you know, salesman of me, but if they take the time to listen, like I want them to know that I actually do believe what I'm saying. Like I don't promote yeah, anything uh, just for a paycheck. Like I'm not going to yeah. like I'll tell you that I use the W sauce on pork chops because they sponsor the show. Like I do that. Like I, I actually, <laughs> yeah. I tried, yeah. it's funny, like I tried 
I tried the sauces before I ever started working with them. Like they sent me sauce before I signed anything with them. I'm like, yeah, you're like, okay, I like this. I can, yeah. I can say it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And and it's funny, like going back, my one of my bosses, Ryan McCullough at Eagle Claw, he, he says, he's like, you're the only guy I've ever known that I called the offer a really good deal to, to fish. And it was back when they were doing the skeet Reese rods and reels. And I fished those for a couple oh, yeah. of years. And, uh, and <laughs> he said, you're the only one that said, well, yeah, you got to send me something to try first because I don't think that I want to do that. <laughs> Wow. That's he's, crazy. The only one though. Either, Does that make sense? Is. How could you be yeah. the only one? Wow. Well, he said all other fishermen are just like, this is the fisherman's handshake. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. like, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Give oh, me. Open palm. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. uh, <laughs> anyways, and we, but, but I ended up, I liked the rods and we worked something out, but it was funny. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Cause, cause yeah. the offer was great. And he's like, we want you to be our guy on the FLW tour and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Send them to yeah. me. We'll see. Send me a couple to try. And anyways, mm. I, but yeah, I've had a couple, Nate, that I've definitely said, you yeah, don't think. And look, I think that there are definitely like who I am. I know there are companies that won't touch me with a 10 foot pole. That are companies <laughs> that also have employees that reach out to me and tell me how big of a fan they are of what's going yeah. on. Yeah, that happens right. a lot, you know, and it's like, oh, cool. Would, would you guys like to work together? Because I like what you do. And it's like crickets. You know, I've had that happen <laughs> as well. Uh, I've been yeah. dropped too. Like I, I've been dropped by a couple of companies that, that just didn't like the overall um, vibe. If, if something got, you know, kind of stirred up, there was, there were a couple that were around during the, uh, during that uh, Guggen timeframe that elected sure. not to come back <laughs> yeah. because of the hate mail they received. Uh oh. Yeah. Whew, those Guggen fans. Listen, uh, you might want to take How that. is it, uh, how is it working for TH Marine? Cause I think, you know, from the outside looking in, TH seems really solid. The fact that they took your back, even in moments where there was immense corporate pressure to not do so, says a lot about who they are as a company. What's it like working there? Man, it's uh, it's 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 a wild ride. I've been there almost twenty years, and that's crazy wow. to think about. It's just you know, they hired me, they gave me an opportunity. Uh, I wouldn't be who I am by you know, you know, a million miles if it wasn't for for guys like Greg Bowie. Uh, at TH Marine, who's my, you know, he's the guy that hired me. I fished tournaments against him and met him and, and I actually turned him down twice because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to fish wow. forever and make all kind of money. And he's like, well, what are you going to do to like, you know, buy food and shelter um, because you're not making any money. And I'm like, fish, <laughs> uh, fish for shelter. We call that guy back because I'm tired of you living here. Um, so <laughs> maybe you should be at like 22 years old. So I went to work for them and, uh, I guess it's 18 years, but you know, that's, we'll round up. We're almost yeah. 20, but, but yeah, it's been a lot of changes over time, but guys like Bill Huntley founded the company. Uh, we lost, uh, Mr. Huntley this past fall. I learned so much from that guy because he was this huh. like outstanding fisherman and salesman and just this character. And another guy that taught me that just being real is totally fine because he lived his life. Like, dude, you, he had no filter. Mm. He had no filter, you know, and, and I loved it. I loved that about him. He could walk into, he could walk into tracker boats, sit down with Johnny Morris and just not give a damn. Oh, Who wow. was. Like if it was him or the janitor, he didn't care. And I love, <laughs> I've always kind of catered like, or, you know, molded myself after that a little bit of, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. We're all the same. Like just because you have a title or a billion dollars 
doesn't necessarily mean you're different than the rest of us. You can work through stuff, obviously, but, uh, but yeah, TH is a, man, it's, it's crazy to see. It was, uh, an $8 million company the year I started, which is a, a good size company, but right now everything total that falls under TH Marine, and they've bought a lot of companies in the last few years and things. It's like a $200 million company. So Holy it's like cow. a really, like it's a, it's a trip to yeah. on a basis kind of see where we're at, you know, and, and to think about the parts that they've developed since I've been there and, and, and to think about just where we are as far as how many employees they have now compared to, when I started back in 05 and there were like eight of us other than yeah, wow. like doing shipping and production. But for the most part, the main group, there was not that many folks. We we're all answering the phones and taking orders and going on the road and helping ship stuff and helping build product. And right. it's crazy. But now it's like, there's, you know, people everywhere. So, but it's, it's cool. And, and I wouldn't, you know, a lot of the opportunities that I've had in the industry are because of them, obviously in relationships I've, I've forged through TH and, um, but that working there gave me a lot of confidence. I mean, listen, they turned over, I'll say like $12 million worth of accounts to me when I was in my mid twenties, big wow. builders. And they're like, Hey, you're responsible for this now. And so you grow up fast Yeah, when, bet. when it comes to that. And, and I learned a lot, you know, on my own, just kind of, and there was no, it was funny that there, we all joke, like it's, survival of the fittest at th for a long time we did it's funny you hear that our, we have hr people now we never had that and they're like talking about <laughs> these training programs and this and that and i'm like wait a second we had training programs <laughs> wait a minute like, well, I, are they am i being punked um for sure but you just kind of learn you know you learn trial by fire and and I think I'm better suited for that. I think that's why I can get up and talk to a big group of folks and never bat an eye. Yeah, that's cool. Because you know, yeah. I have to. Yeah. Are you part of it all on like a uh, development of stuff? Like what, what does that look like for them? Cause I know they have bought like, you know, like blue water and yeah. was Atlas was its own thing before them too. Wasn't it? No, no. Atlas was, uh, yeah. TH developed Atlas in oh, okay. 2000 and it's been a while. That okay. Been, been out for a very long time now, 2000 and golly 10, maybe. Yeah. It's been a while, but I mean, do you help at all with product development or do they run stuff by you? Cause that seems like that'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah. So we, we have a, for the first time now for the last like year and a half, we actually have engineers, which might be funny for people to hear. You might think, oh, engineers, but <laughs> yeah, that's surprising. It, was, it was redneck engineering for so long, but okay. yeah, it was uh, myself, Greg Bowie, a couple other sales guys, Bill Huntley. A lot of our pro- products uh, came from a need from a boat builder though. Like they would say, Hey, oh, sure. we need a drain that does this or a uh, live well spray head that does that. You know, little widgets is kind of their thing. Their bread and butter, the boring part, yeah. or what yeah, yeah. I don't see. And then, uh, but yeah, very much so. Product development ideas. Yeah, I've got a lot of, a lot of things that have made the catalog that I that I came up with. And and then yeah, for me, cool. parts like testing product, right? Like the R and D phase. It's fun trying sure. to break stuff because I'm I'm good at yeah, that. Yeah, right. I can break yeah, stuff. That's dope. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Sorry, I'm like I'm losing track of our little yeah. sheet of paper. <laughs> this is That's awesome. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I think we, yeah, it may. Yeah, I just was gonna say, like, uh, how, how has it been so far? Like, with the MPFL commentary stuff, uh, doing all that, has that really been because I'll, I'll be honest, like, watching the, the live stuff, it, it really looks like it's enjoyable. Um, but you know, how you know, has it been as, as good as it looks, you know? 
It's a category five hurricane. Like every time. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Zona gave me a a piece of advice when I first started. Um, You know, he's a, he's a a friend and a mentor. And like when I first got approached by them, I was the first phone call I made and he kind of coached me through some things. And, and then whenever I signed with him, uh, cause he told me what questions to ask. He's like, well, what are they going to be asking of you? Or he's like, are you going to be the Tommy Sanders? Or are you going to be the me? And he's like, yeah. those roles are vastly different because like Tommy kind of drives the show and has to be involved more in the production element of it with the director in his ear and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. They just asked me to do live. Like, I don't know. He's like, well, you better find that out. That's a big deal. And so I yeah. do very much. I have that kind of Tommy role. And so, um, you know, the production company, company we work with they had done some live before but we've all learned together like what works and what doesn't and we've all been in the trenches for three years you know we did it on site the first year and that was chaos um because of just technical issues and things like the show is a lot a lot i'm very proud of the show we put out um and i was in year one but like we we had hiccups with like you're set up in a hampton inn in nowhere tennessee and it's just like the Wi-Fi cutting in and out. There's a delay on how you can commentate. Like there, we, we had some wild, wild times in the first year, I can tell you. But uh, audio stuff and, and different things. But then we moved it uh, for the last event of that first season and until now, all in Appleton, Wisconsin. That's where our studio's at. Uh-huh. So uh, <laughs> shout out Appleton. I fly up there uh, several times a year. And uh, I love that area other than when it snows. And, (laughs) but it's, uh, man, but another thing that Zona told me though, he goes, just remember, we've been doing this for however many years. If it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Yeah. It's live. And he's like, there's always a gremlin. There's always something. No matter if you think like we, we talked you can set it up the same way we can do it the same and something will happen every time that, the viewer might not ever notice, but we're running yeah. around in there like, holy crap, I can't believe this is going on. I can't hear right. audio. Yeah. Yes, there's always something. But uh, but we do we pull it off with a really small crew. We've got, you know, like four folks in the production huh. studio. And and compared to like MLF has like 20. Right. Master has, you know, yeah, I, I have buddies on both sets and like they're it's huge. And so we work off of a, a smaller crew, a very professional studio, though. Like I think it would blow yeah. people's minds. The studio we work in, it's very cool, um, technologically advanced. It's but, but man, it's a, uh, it's it's a. Uh, fat cat always says embrace the chaos, and I said that earlier about my kids. But as Fat Cat saying is embrace it. We try to be as transparent. If we have a problem, something goes wrong, or we flub something, like we try to make yeah. light of it because I just think you should. Like you shouldn't try to act yeah. like better. <laughs> making a mistake like if we say something dumb we call each other out like that's what makes it right. fun mess something up in the intro and he'll see me over there like writing out what i'm gonna say uh and i hope my bosses don't listen to this like you know five minutes before when i'm doing my prep work before we yeah. go <laughs> uh, but you know i kick off the show and and that's the most like that's the most intense part of our whole day is is the yeah. opener and then the close because the rest of the time camera's really not on us and the guys are right. So the rest of it's kind of easy for the most part, yeah. as long as you hit your marks for commercials and things. But fat yeah. cat, if I screw something up, oh my gosh, he's relentless. You have it. Yeah, he's <laughs> on air though, and we but we have that relationship where where that works. But uh, but dude, I love it. Like it is, uh, 
it's it's my favorite thing other than the podcast that I get to do, other than actually really? going bass fishing. Like I okay. love like I love um it's long days, you know. I, yeah. certainly not digging ditches, but like it's it's a lot of work, man. And at the end of one of those events, like we're so drained mentally I because you're just so uber focused for yeah. hours on what's going on. Um uh, everything. Yeah. And it's uh it's a lot of fun though, man. And and it's been cool. Like I, I hate not being on site for the events, but I do like I've loved getting to know that that area up there in Appleton and, and yeah. we've made friends up there and things and and so that's like life's all about experiences. So like if it went away uh-huh. tomorrow and I never got to do it again, I'd be I'd be just forever, you know, thankful that I got to do it. That's cool. That's a great yeah, Appleton's not far from our house. Well, I mean, well, it's like two and a half hours, yeah. three hours. Well, it's near Green Bay. Yeah. And we have family up there. So okay. you need, if you need advice on some food or some whatever up there, you holler at us. We'll, we'll get you hooked up. Cheese curds and some local beer. Yes, sir. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of that up there for yeah. sure. Was, okay. So let's, let's, let's wrap this up a little bit, uh, Luke. Um, and again, time's a million. Thank you for doing this. But we haven't really talked fishing at all. Um, okay. let me just ask you a single question unless Lola and Nate want to hop in. What's your favorite way to catch them? Obviously you're good with a jig. You have an awesome jig that you've designed, uh, baitworks.com, right? WRX. Yep. So you get it. The LOB. Um, but what's your favorite way to fish? Man, I would have to say sight fishing. Uh, okay. that was one of those things that I got bit by that bug when I was yeah. super early on in bass fishing and, and not just like bed fishing. Like I, if I can see them in any kind of where they're cruising for bluegill or whatever the case is, and, and whether that's bass fishing or saltwater fishing for redfish or tarpon or whatever, okay. some of the cool things that I've, you know, been able to sight fish in my life. Like I just like, I love that, you know, it's hunting and fishing at the same time. But yeah, if there's ever a time of year though, when they get up around the banks that I could lose everything from my wife to my job, to everything, I'll just lose my mind. For about yeah. a minute. Oh, <laughs> a guarantee. Like I lose, I lose my mind. Um, okay. But so, so it, that's again, it's like the music fishing thing. Second to that, but very close would be like schooling fish. Like yeah. I love the fall when it gets tough, and I've spent a lot of time like trying to trick schoolers, and I love yeah. that. Like there's nothing okay. more rewarding than like when a fish is like a five pound bass is chasing a minnow that's super tiny and you yeah. figure out some little weird way to catch them. Like, I love that too. For okay. sure. Yeah, that is super fun for sure. What's your, are you uh if you could pick one large mouth, small mouth spots, what's your, what, what's your favorite thing to go after? Man, I, I would have out of those three, I'm a spot guy. Believe it. Okay. I like okay. the spots. We've, uh, we've got, you know, the Coosa rivers, a couple of hours from here. And then of course, Smith Lake, uh, Pickwick has a lot of big spots as well, but I've always had a weird thing for spots, you know, okay. um, yeah. small mouth too, but, but spots are just, man, they're, they're just, they bite. Like they, they yeah. like to bite even yeah, when they, weird conditions, they like to eat. Yeah. What was that? I, I saw a video that you, I think it was your video recently with, uh, uh, G man was that his nephew, Trey, right. Trey. Where y'all were fishing a, a derby and like you kept yeah. on catching spots, like sort of like, wow like you sort of surprised by the spots you're catching and yeah. yeah yeah i mean we don't even have them where we live so that's like a different thing altogether for us yeah and there's so many different strains of them they're they're so interesting yeah. like there's so many i mean the coosa river variety is different but the coosa is a as yeah. a, a genus right of, of yep. itself yep and yeah. they'll and you catch them like in 30 feet of water on a drop shot and in three feet of water on a buzz bait 
like they're wow. bizarre critters. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like they are cool though. Live in that river grass and like you catch them square billing, chatter baiting, and then you'll catch them finesse fish. Like it's, they're a neat fish. Yeah. That's cool. That's really rad. Um, all right, let's wrap yeah, it up. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Go Nate, please. No, I just was going to say that they are really, really cool. I caught them, uh, one time fishing a, a bass open as a co-angler. Um, on Table Rock, and we got yeah. into a school of spots that was just man, it was so much fun. It was every other cast yeah. with a little little ballhead jig and a and a you know a Kitek right. or something. It was man, it was so much fun. It was yeah, it was every cast just throwing it up there and bang, bang, bang. Yeah, they're they're special, man. You guys will have to get yeah, down there search, and I'll get you out on Smith Lake, and you'll you'll love. Spotted bass when you leave. All Smith, right. is, Smith is the destination, right? I mean, for spots, isn't that they're talking about on the Big Bass podcast? Like, isn't that like the spot? Isn't that where all the the records come from and stuff? No, I mean, for fish over five pounds, I would say no. There's an okay. ridiculous amount of three pounders, but okay. and you see fives. But for me, if I was going to pick like the spot to go catch giant spots, it would be Lanier. Okay, Lanier is. Whew, Muy bueno. <laughs> Lanier is Muy bueno. Yeah, look at him. He's eating Spanish on tackle and tacos. I love it right now. He yeah, gets that's perfect. Ridiculous on Lanier sometimes. Yeah, that's dope, dude. Uh, okay, so how can our 13 listeners find you? Um, <laughs> social, website. I mean, for real talk, like like iTunes, um, your music, like where can we where can we find you at on, on all, all the fronts? On uh, all the music's on iTunes, Spotify uh amazon i think as well and then the podcast is the same all all the audio platforms for low budget live and then on the youtube channel if you want to stare at me uh while i stare back at you and talk about (laughs) it's on the (laughs) hookins traveling circus youtube channel every monday and i'm throwing in some thursday shows because i'm a glutton for punishment oh Perfect. All right. Perfect. Well, Luke, thank you again thank for being so on our show. Much. You are as real as we hoped you'd be, man. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. I had, had a great time. I have to get y'all yeah. on it. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah, dude. We'd love that. So, all right, brother. We'll bug that's, you later. Thank awesome. you again. Thanks, guys. Hey, we appreciate right. it. Bye. Peace out. All right. So that was, whoop, I, bought, I, I bought them both out. I, I bumped Luke and then I bumped Nate smooth out of the frame. Or did he hit remove? I think. Well, I don't know. I, I think I hit remove on Nate and Luke. Yeah. So sorry Whoops. about that, Nate. We're not trying to get You're you back. out of here. Um, what a cool dude, man. <laughs> what a cool dude, man. Exactly. I mean, honestly, like exactly how I thought he would be. Yeah. He was so nice. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Southern. Yeah, that was, that was really honest. cool. We, we kind of, <laughs> yeah, we kind of talked about it a little bit before he came on. And yeah. like you said, it was exactly what we hoped for and, and yep. kind of uh, a breath of fresh air, like always. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I like what he said too, that he's not necessarily trying to like be political. He's not necessarily trying to take a stance on things. He's just barfing out what he believes and he's vulnerable and honest and humble enough to be like, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just sharing what I think. And I don't know how you could not respect that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it is a, exactly what I said. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) You guys. I was just gonna say it exactly like he said, like you know, having uh, having all the guys kind of have different views on you know the the, the sport of bass fishing uh, mm-hmm. on his podcast and kind of talk them through stuff and you know, you know let them know, hey, your your persona or the way you see this isn't quite right, and here's why, and yeah. you know, letting those guys uh, speak 
speak their voice a little bit is, yeah, is that awesome is cool. for him. So yeah, yeah, the fact that he would have somebody like let's just say that um, uh, what Nate's referring to, uh, you know, if you listen or watch this whole podcast, James Watson, um, who is a super stick, um, designed some awesome lures. He did not design, contrary to what people believe, he did not design the Whopper Plopper, although he may be the most skilled with it on the planet. Um, but a lot of people think he designed that, but Larry Dahlberg did. But anyway, um, he had James Watson on after, let's just say, I say, uh, Lola's wearing Nike shoes right now. And then Lola comes on the podcast later on. It's like, Hey, I need to correct you. I was actually wearing Adidas and he, you know, he's, he's willing to have somebody on the podcast to check him for being wrong. That's pretty dope. Like that's yeah. pretty humble. Like that's pretty authentic. I respect the crap out of that. Yeah, that's for sure. He ain't uh, ain't to that riffraff, uh, that riffraff level where he blows up till I don't know nobody. My mango. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the you shark know? teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get up out of here. It's uh, it's hot as crap in our garage because we have yeah. to turn the air conditioning off when we record because we don't have central air in the garage. I mean, who are we, peasants? Um, so we have to turn it off and then we melt. And uh, yeah, this is this is easily one of my favorite conversations. I feel like real talk, Nate, Lola, if we had Luke in studio, this podcast would be six hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. It would just be so fluid. Down. And uh yeah, and we might have to take him up on that that March trip down to Smith Lake or something because I mean that is my birthday month and uh, you know okay. who doesn't you know want to go down and catch spots? So. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's get it on the books. All right, everybody. Well, thank you like always sure. to anybody, everyone checking us out for the first time or you listen all the time. Um, please, if you would be willing, give us a positive review and some some kind words on iTunes. It really helps us a lot. Uh, and we are so appreciative to anybody who takes the time to listen to a, a few knuckleheads who actually care about tacos and care about fishing and, and get to interview some cool people. So um, no matter what's going on in your week, your day, th- this moment right now, it will be better and it will always get better because positivity is worth the effort. It truly is. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Peace.